Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey guys, Jim here with another quasi mini episode of Tuesday Night Jaw. It's not really a mini episode this one. I'm going to put that up front straight away. Um, Let me explain what's happened. Uh, I had a week off last week. Uh, so you had no mini episodes or anything like that. I, I didn't intend to put one of these out every week. Uh, it was just going to be the roundtable discussion every month after every WWE pay-per-view, and then mini ones whenever I could do them. And I, I realised I really enjoy putting them out, and I enjoy your feedback. So I try and put them out whenever I can. I had to have a rest last week, because I was knackered. Uh, I've been working really hard at wrestling and comedy and voiceover and writing and all my other jobs, so I needed a bit of a rest. Um, this week I'm back. And what happened on the last mini-episode is I gave you guys a challenge to book a 16-team, Super Strong Style 16, with tag teams. Uh, I gave you certain rules, and you all listened to them. And I'm not going to lie, I got 40 of these back. Uh, People emailed them to me or tweeted me pictures of what they'd done on Notepad and stuff like that. Really cool of you. Genuinely appreciate it. I retweeted a few of them. Um, Please don't take it as a slight if I didn't retweet yours. It's just... I got loads of them. Uh, I genuinely enjoyed reading them. A lot of them followed similar threads, which I find quite interesting. Um, and then on the back of that, a lot of people said to me, hey, Jim, how would you do a proposed WWE brand split? Which is rumoured to be happening. We've not had it confirmed, but it is rumoured to be happening. Um, so how would you do it? So I decided today to have a draft uh, with my very good friend and friend of Tuesday Night Jaw, uh, Chris Brooker. So, um, yeah, we've done that. Here on the Distraction Pieces Network, uh, myself and my mate Chris have done a draft for uh, our various WWE shows. I don't want to give too much away yet. One of us is Raw, one of us is SmackDown. Uh, I'll let you listen uh, and have the the full chat. Um, we did various little things, uh, various little rules that you'll pick up uh, as we went through. I'd love to know if any of you guys just want to get a mate round, get a pizza in, have a drink and try and recreate your version of it, I'd be interested to see what you come up with. But you've got to have the restriction of not being able to have everyone that you want, which is the whole joy of a draft, something we don't really have in British sports, but it's a big thing in America. So uh, I'd love to know what you think. Uh, Let us know. Let me and Chris, who's the Brooker man on Twitter, I'm at Jim Smallman, um, let us know if you do do one of yours and see how it comes out compared to ours, because you know maybe we'll influence you. Maybe you'll go completely a different way. Uh, It just depends on... On the look of the drawer, I suppose. Um, so anyway, have a listen. 
Uh, don't forget any opinions on it, any questions, stuff like that. Hashtag Tuesday Night Jaw. Uh, we'll have a roundtable episode next week because it's Money in the Bank on Sunday. So myself and Scroobius Pip uh, will have something uh, for you uh, next week that we'll record in London. Uh, myself and Pip, hopefully, uh, and another couple of guests uh, here with Tuesday Night Jaw on the Distraction Pieces Network. So um, that'll be next week. In the meantime, here's me and Chris Brooker earlier on today. Uh, in his house in Manchester, trying to come up with our brand split. Uh, and I'll uh, check in at the end with a few plugs. All right, ta-ra. All right, Chris. Hi, Jim. Um, I love doing those starts where we've clearly been talking for about an hour, but we now make it sound like we've we've just met. Well, you know, bearing in mind that we've already covered Brexit, gun control, you know, immigration. We've solved all that. We have. But that's for a podcast for another day. It is. They'll never, know. They'll, never, they'll never know. They'll never know. Um, we're in your house in Manchester. Mm-hmm. Um, because I bumped into you at the Download Festival where we both were at the weekend and said, do you know what? The, the Tuesday Night Jaw listeners have asked me to do a draft, a WWE brand split draft. <laughs> and I can't do it on my own because I might have split personalities, but I am still only one person. So, um, and then it had just come across as a terrible TNA Matt Hardy promo, wouldn't it? So... <laughs> Um, I mean, that's why I've dyed the blonde streak in my hair, especially for this. It's so bad. Um, <laughs> what I love about those promos is that someone at TLA is going, at least people are watching. We're not. Um, <laughs> I mean, the, ne- the next one is just just Matt cracking one off, staring <laughs> right down the camera. It's so bad. There's something about Hardy. So we're going to do a draft. Now, I've come up with rules for this that I sent to you earlier on. Because you've got to have rules. We've got to have rules. What we're going to do is we're going to take it. It's going to be like a proper... If you're familiar with the American sporting system, it's going to be a proper draft. Mm-hmm. Um, we take in turns picking, just like they used to, they used to do this with the, the Raw and SmackDown drafts, didn't they? Well, yeah, this was how it used to work back yeah. in the day. So it's, gonna... also, it's also how it used to work at PE, so I'm having flashbacks. <laughs> so quite traumatic. So if, if get... someone's left last, not, nothing personal. I used to get picked quite early at PE. Because you're probably good at it. No, I went to a school where rugby was played, and and I, I was good at football and I was good at basketball, but terrible at everything else. I can't mm. swim, for example. I'm I'm not sporty. I can run, but it turns out it doesn't work on the bed of the sea. Um, so the rules are going to be this: we've got a list of the currently signed WWE roster, so the main roster. We will choose twelve talents <clears throat> each yep. from the main roster. A tag team counts as one talent. Because we learnt our lesson splitting up the APA and the Dudleys. That's exactly what popped yeah. into my head. We the, split d- up the Dudleys. Dudleys failed, and without the APA, we might have had a better Yeah, but if the Dudleys champion. hadn't split, we wouldn't have had Batista. Oh, it's all a bit nosebleedy, this, we, isn't it? We would, have, we would have got him eventually, but he was <laughs> yeah. Leviathan at the time, wasn't he? And he became mm-hmm. Deacon Batista, if everyone remembers <laughs> Sounds that. Sounds like a cover version of a Glasgow band. I want to know. You know, whenever they give someone a gimmick where they've got to wear a white shirt. <laughs> so, the right, so the right to send <laughs> And Deacon Batista in particular. Where do they go? To, especially sleeveless. What we need? We need, a, we need a formal shirt, but it needs to be sleeveless. Well, I think it just makes me sad that British Home Stores is gone. Because <laughs> that, would have, that would have covered us. Nowadays, it's George at Asda. Philip Green. Britain's ultimate heel. <laughs> was me all along. I'm not going to call him Sir Philip Green, because you deserve to have the night or taken off of you, you robbing bastard. So, um... Met Sir Philip Green as well. Genuinely, when I used to work in the fashion industry. And he's horrible. Um, so we're going to toss a coin. It's your house. Uh, we'll toss a coin to decide who goes first. Mm-hmm. Uh, whoever goes first becomes raw. 
Okay. Because let's be honest, you could have a choice of Raw or SmackDown. You were going to choose the one that gets the most viewers, aren't you? Yeah, but I, I, a little part of me would love to do SmackDown because I love the idea of a work in progress. Does that make sense? It does. Um, oh, to, just to clarify the rules again. 12, 12 talents currently signed to mm-hmm. the WWE roster. And then, once we've done that, we're going to change who goes first. Mm-hmm. So the other person has a slight advantage. And they will choose four yep. NXT talents. Yep. So anyone signed to NXT or the Performance Center. Yeah. Um, and two talents that are not signed to WWE at all. Right. Rest of the world. Rest of the world. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, it could be absolutely anybody. Anybody, mm-hmm. there's no limits on this. We're not going to do the whole someone's contracted to New Japan for the next seven years. It doesn't matter. It's mm-hmm. a fantasy draft. So, <coughs> so it doesn't matter. Right. So we're going to toss this coin. Um, heads or tails, Christopher right. Brooker. If the coin had hit the floor, it would have been mine as well. Um, I'm going to say heads. Heads it is, you go first. Okay, so right. I am Raw. So, choose your first time to write Raw underneath your name. I am Smackdown. Okay. My job now is to make a Smackdown 6, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, so, your first choice, Christopher Francesca Brooker, your first choice for your Raw roster. I am at the heart of trombone. Yeah, is. John Cena. Of course it is. Well, you know, it's, it's not really a surprise, is it? I mean, let's be honest. I, I want to sell T-shirts, and quite frankly, biggest star in wrestling. Yes, he is. I once had a conversation with uh, our mutual friend, Mister Regal, uh, about about why Progress doesn't really use imports, mm-hmm. and he said to me, "That's the right decision." And I was surprised that he said that. And he said, "Because there's only one person in wrestling who's a draw, mm-hmm. and it's John Cena." He said, "Nobody else is a draw." Now, I would argue that if all of a sudden. At Progress, we went, oh, uh, we've got a special guest star at our next show. Uh, he's come back to wrestling, CM Punk. We'd sell a 1,000 tickets. Yes. But... If you're listening, Phil, give us a shout. <laughs> but I do think that he's right. Like, Cena's the only person who you could sell an arena mm. out completely on his own. You could yeah. sell WWE-level tickets completely on his when own. The, the greatest measure of John Cena's value is how notable his absence is. Mm. In terms of business, in terms of everything, and and frankly, he's just put great matches together over the last year. Um, yeah, you'd be an idiot. You're running a business. You want to make money. You want your product to be good. Yeah, I'd have seen it. You probably have less respect for me if I picked anyone else at this point. Well, I mean, if I'd have gone first, I would have picked Cena. And people mm. like my business partner Glenn will always say to me, "But you don't like John Cena." That's that's not true. Mm-hmm. There was a point before I was a wrestling promoter where I didn't like John <laughs> The minute I became a wrestling promoter, I went, "Oh no, I see the point now." Yeah. And and you only have to. And do you know what? It's really nice as, as someone who's got who's got one kid and another kid on the way. You go to a WWE show and watch how much kids look up to John Cena and like yeah. him. He's he's brilliant. Would you though? Here's a question for ooh, you. Ooh, ooh. Would you, if you're having John Cena? Would you consider, if, say this brand split lasted for a good two or three years, would you consider doing what no one else has ever done and turning him further down the line? If I felt I had someone who could pick up where he left off, hmm. yeah. If it, it, it's, it's rather than too many people wait until it's too late to jump um, and go stagnant. If there was someone that he could put in his place by turning heel, yes, but not for the sake of it. Hmm. Yeah, I, I think that's the thing. I think 
at some point towards the end of his career, mm-hmm. they are going to turn him, and it is going to make sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and if maybe for the last year or two of his career, and then maybe the last six months of his career, you turn. Him I know exactly what's going to happen. He will reveal that he was a Hydra agent all along. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, my choice. Uh, I'm getting my pen ready. My choice is Brock Lesnar. Very good. Because if we're talking box office, mm-hmm. based on the fact that UFC are allowed to use him for one of their biggest shows ever, mm-hmm. you would argue that for them to feel he's box office in in their sport mm-hmm. reveals what big overall box office he is. Yes. Uh, and I would have him, even if he's only working pay-per-views, not doing the house show circuit, I'd have him. Because he is the, a great example of what he's—he's he's a freakishly massive man. He—he does. Look, you remember when they brought out those action figures that had the sweating gimmick? Yes, the big ones that were comically outsized. Hmm. That's just what he looks like. That is him in real life. He looks just—he's—he's he's a tank of. Have him. you he, seen the Shockmaster action figure? No. Look this up. Google <laughs> Shockmaster action figure. Right. They've come up with... If you don't know what the Shockmaster is, then I've no idea why you're listening to this podcast, but thanks. Um, uh, Shockmaster was uh, uh, Fred Tugboat Ottman's... Apparently uh, his best friends can call them Tuggers. <laughs> um, I, that is genuinely true. I found that out this weekend. Where he um, he had a spar- he had a cape and a sparkly Stormtrooper helmet on and he fell through a wall. wall. Uh, and David Boy Smith famously went, he's fucking full on his ass. <laughs> um, and, uh, well, they're in WCW. Utterly rotten gimmick. Uh, his, his, his voice was spoken for him by Ollie Anderson. It was just dreadful. Mm-hmm. Um, they brought out an action figure of him, a very limited edition action figure. I think f- maybe for a Comic Con or something like that. An official WWE one, and in the packaging, he's upside down and facing <laughs> the Beautiful, brilliant. Um, but no, with Brock Lesnar, he. Uh, I look at the fact that if my wife's watching wrestling and mm-hmm. not a wrestling fan, she's scared of him. Yeah. He's a terrifying human being. Yep. He's genuinely terrifying. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is going to be uh, that's going to be choice number one. Um, and also, let's be honest, doesn't have any bad matches. No, for no. someone who, for someone who you could feasibly, if you're in that, you look at New Japan. New Japan have people who are who are straddling the the, the line between MMA uh, or Pancrase, as it's called there, and um, pro wrestling. And, and, and pro wrestling all the time. Um, and some of them are brilliant. Mm-hmm. Uh, and some of them are the Gracie brothers. Do you yeah, know what I mean, let's, let's not dwell on on that too much. Yeah, um, it's it's it's. I I don't blame it. It's a, that's a great second choice. He's he's got name. He's got star power, and also it's. I've always found myself in this position where there are stars and there are star makers, and the ability to have someone have a good match with Brock Lesnar and look competitive can make a world of difference, can elevate, mm. if you do it right. But then I suppose you can do that with anyone. Absolutely. Um, right, your second choice. Right. Draft pick number two. My draft pick number two is Paul Heyman. Oh, see, good choice. You've yes. taken him away from Brock. Well, a tactical chess-like move. It's not even a case of trying to sort of fuck you over. I consider that a bonus. But, you know, it's, it's more a case of, I, I genuinely thought to myself... Who is who are the most valuable people in wrestling mm-hmm. right now? And for me, to have Paul Heyman in a general manager role or in a position where he can take young stars, nurture them and make them. 
So in this in this case, I mean, because you've only got twelve talents you can choose. Yeah. To choose a non wrestler is presumably to give him a very big role within your yeah. side of the company. With him as general manager, for example, or in, yeah. a, in a, a sort of figurehead role of some description, I know that he can bring a legitimacy. There's nothing he can't sell, and it's it comes from a thing that he said himself in a in a podcast. I think it was um, not been um, Jericho's podcast, mm. and it was Dusty Road said to him. The great promo, but where's the money, Than? Where's the money? <laughs> because it's always about putting bums in seats. Yeah. And I know that whatever I have, you have to give him, he will make it interesting. And beyond that, simply having him there, having him around, will make for a stronger product all the way through. Yeah, yeah, I go along with that. It's uh, a good choice. It's an excellent choice. Anyway, you better get yourself a verbal coach for Brock. Help him with his... Uh... <laughs> I'll think of something later on. <laughs> uh... Give him Jimmy Hart. I mean, that could be the way forward now. <laughs> I give him Enzo. <laughs> Ooh, he's not my second pick. Too uh, late. Took your hand off the piece. No, I didn't. No. <laughs> uh, my second choice. Yep. Uh, will be Triple H. Mm. Um, both as a wrestler and as a figurehead. Very uh, interesting. As as a wrestler, um, I think if you're a smart wrestling fan, you do that thing where you go, "Oh, but Triple H is the chief operating officer of the company, and yeah. uh, and he just put. He's really good. Yeah. Right. He's still really good. Yep. In his, you know, his mid forties now. He's still really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and has wrestling fans' interests at heart. I feel a lot of his decisions involved in the world of wrestling are all to do with making us like wrestling more, which yeah. is exactly how you sell tickets. Yeah. Not making us like it less. Well, he's a fan. He yeah. he's one of the guys who was a fan from the very beginning, and it. it Having him on board, his matches are good, mm. you know. And again, you sparingly, he's he's fantastic. He's got. I watched him at a house show in Newcastle yeah. against Dean Ambrose, mm-hmm. and it's a house show. Yeah, went for it one hundred percent. Really, just tremendous. Really, really good. And and is can work in either way. Mm-hmm. You can you can have him as his lovable uh, frat boy Triple mm-hmm. H in mm-hmm. DX persona or. You can have him as a dick. Yeah. And they both really, really, really work. And and you you if you see the difference between wrestlers and superstars. Mm. When he, he came out at download, I don't think he meant to come out at download, I think but because people caught a glimpse of him sticking his head around the curtain and everyone went nuts during a match, he kind of came out. Wasn't in his suit, was he in a tracksuit? Oh he wasn't he wasn't Wearing his smart attire. Yeah, he didn't mean it. He didn't want to come no. out, did he? wasn't wearing a tracksuit either. You know, he wasn't He wasn't laundry day Triple H. <laughs> but um, he was dressed more appropriately for a metal festival. But, but he likes uh, metal, though, doesn't he? Oh, he does. And he, went and got, he got his Lemmy Award. And we went there at the time. What we saw on the big stage, time to play the game, come out. And yeah, he's a star. And he could actually hold, to be able to hold, as you and I can attest, to hold that crowd. Because if he'd come out on stage and been insincere... Mm. To be frank, there's a lot of people there who will have been lobbing bottles of piss at him. Yeah, I think this is the um, this is the thing that I've noticed, and I've done download eight years in a row. You've done it two or three in a row. Three years, three years in a row now. Mm -hmm. And and I've always noticed with festivals like that, like it's not hard for me to be sincere. I would be there if I wasn't being paid to be there. But. Like when I stand up there on a the Thursday, mm-hmm. no one gives me grief not thinking I'm one of them. Mm-hmm. I look like one of them. I am one of them. Mm-hmm. And it's when I'm saying I'm enjoying myself, I'm clearly being sincere. I'm mm-hmm. not making it up. I have seen them eat comedians who lie about this alive. 
Hello. Woo. Metal. Yeah. Yeah. If you yeah, if you're throwing the horns up and you don't mean it, get out. And, and the thing with me is, I'm I'm a metal fan, but I'm more of a punk music fan. I'm not as metal as say uh, someone like Andrew O'Neill, who mm-hmm. is you know full Pure on metal, metal and you know has done a whole show about metal and uh, and is in a band that played a download. Mm-hmm. I am. I like hardcore punk music, which is a little bit different. But it, I, I also do like metal and can tell stories about it, which does help. Help, so, uh, helps add legitimacy. <clears throat> Back on track. Third choice, mate. My third choice will be Enzo Amore and Colin Cassidy. They don't have an official name, do they? They're Enzo and Big Cass. Yeah. But they're like a, a tag team name. Yeah, but you don't need one. Why, why Crowbar? I want them to have one. I like teams with names. Oh, look at you, Rain Man. I said, no, no, we will have order, order, order. I bet the way they shouted American Alpha made you happy. I can't call them Jordan Gable forever. Yeah. Um, um, Enzo and Big Cass, they are definitely main roster members, so they, they do... They are they main roster. Fit. They are one talent. As um, they are one talent, and also there's a little bit like of a twins going to Big Brother. <laughs> uh, just yeah, what the fuck is that all about? Uh, um, to me, it's, it's partially a bargain, and it's also because they are... They are a complete package at the moment. They're entertaining. They can have good matches. Yeah. And right now, they're worth a fortune as a team. But down the road, they'll be a fortune individually as well. Cass is Cass has got a massive upside. No pun intended, because he's huge. Mm-hmm. Like, Enzo, I don't think... And I, I really like Enzo. But I don't think Enzo will ever end up reaching the heights in WWE from a wrestling point of view. No. I think he will always be around WWE as a personality. He's he he's he's an underrated wrestler, but he knows well, he's not, but I'm not saying he's a bad do, wrestler. Do you know what I mean? yeah. But the point is he he doesn't do um, I, you get the feeling he doesn't do everything he can in the ring. Yeah. And there was one obnoxious throbber at the um, London uh, takeover last year who was screaming about how the revival were real wrestlers and Enzo and Big Cass were just comedy acts. Hmm. But you don't know how hard someone really is. No. You don't know how tough they are. And to be honest, you don't walk around with haircut like that and not be made out of fucking nails. Because you have to be able to protect yourself. Yeah. And he's... he, he You know what? Cass, one day, is going to be a big star on his own. Enzo... Cass is going to be huge. He, 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 he just is. And, and Enzo, I think, will be able to make stars as well. And his association... he can You can put him in there with someone who can't talk and he'll carry them. Because he gets it. Cass will. Yeah. Uh, Cass will end up... I'm a bold prediction. I'm going to stick this out now. Cass will be WWE champion within three years. That's bold. It is bold. But he will be WWE champion within three mm. years. Maybe not for a long time. Maybe he's a transitional mm. champion. But he will. They'll give him his first run with the title in three years. Okay. Because, I mean, obviously, he is nearly seven foot tall. And you clearly can't teach that. So I tried he, once. He <laughs> took a waste of time. But I Have do you think, tried being taller? I do think that will happen. Yeah. Um, right. My pick number three. Yep. Uh... Uh, Kevin Owens as bears. Uh <laughs> Kevin Owens mm-hmm. I love Kevin Owens I love everything about Kevin Owens I wish Kevin Owens was my friend it's unlikely to happen um, do you like zoos? I do love zoos well then, zoo then you'll get on famously you'll get on famously you can go and hug pandas together or something I I just think he's brilliant mm-hmm. and um, in terms of having a lead heel on my yeah. roster he would be it mm-hmm. and the thing I love about him as a heel is the fact that uh, there's clearly fans who want to cheer for him, mm-hmm. and like all proper heels, he clearly fucking hates it. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I I I always point to this. I've mentioned this a few times on Tuesday Night Jaw. Is that uh, if you really appreciate the work of a heel, do not cheer them. Boom, boo them. Yeah. And um, nothing would make Kevin Owens happier 
than everyone booing him mm. because he's, uh, you know, he is. He's a dick. He's a dick, and he's, he's really a, good at being a dick. Such a dick. My favourite part about him is is that that subtext, the fact that all he does is talk about how I'm doing it for my family, I'm doing this. And he's clearly not. His character clearly isn't. Yeah, he's just. Brilliant. He's saying he is. Well, in the same way that Tony Soprano was always going about providing for his family, but no, yeah. he's greedy. Yeah, and, and that's Walter White. Yeah, it's it's brilliant. It's, yeah, it's brilliant. Kevin Owens is is brilliant, and on top of that, is one of the finest wrestlers in the world. Oh yeah, he can go. Like every, I've never watched a Kevin Owens match I haven't enjoyed. Mm-hmm. I, I enjoy them all immensely. In fact, most of my now because of the rise of on demand and stuff, like my uh, my DVD library is not as as vast as it used to be. But the amount of DVDs I've kept purely because they've got really, really, really good Kevin Owens matches on mm-hmm. um, is uh, yeah is is clear. So Kevin Owens would be pick number three for me. Pick number four. Okay. Well, you've four. you've made me think about having an antagonist about a lead heel. So I'm going to go with the Miz. Oh, marvelous! Who um, we've mentioned several times on this podcast being um, just great. He's just great. At he, what he, he he is so loathsome. Everything he does makes me want to punch him in the mouth. Just <laughs> from the out. Which is the point. And this is the thing. His, his outfits, his 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 demeanor, his everything about him, the way he carries himself, the way he walks, the way he talks, the, the him and him and Maurice Maurice being this. I'm getting her as a buy one get one free. By the way, you, you get know. you get you get her as 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 his manager. Yes, I, I absolutely, would. absolutely. Just just the two of them together are loathsome and I don't think they've even I I think that he is now at that sweet spot where he's been going long enough that he gets it yeah and he's still physically healthy enough to go yeah and I, I, we watched we rewatched the four way from extreme rules the other day and he was the one guy that nobody wanted to win the one guy that nobody wanted to <laughs> see walk out as intercontinental champion he did fuck you all Based on I, the, tweet, I, the tweets, me, me and Pip were talking about this on the last full sort of roundtable episode, and me and him both got loads of tweets off people going, "Why are you pleased the Miz has won? Because the other three don't need to win. Yeah. The other three now are in the Money in the Bank match. Yeah. The Miz isn't because he doesn't need to be in it. it it's it, he's the Intercontinental Champion. He can go and do all the stuff. Yeah. And I genuinely hope he's Intercontinental Champion for like two years." That's a full honky tonk of a run. Oh yeah! Imagine him getting towards. Imagine if he gets close to that record. Oh, it'd be so good. He's so good. Yeah. Um, that's your choice number four. The Miz. Okay. My choice number four is the New Day. Yes, it is. Uh, it is. Yes, it is. Yes, um, it is. Uh, based purely on, I've never seen a, a team sell as much brightly coloured merch as them. <laughs> it was. It was ridiculous in Dallas. It was. They sold more than anyone. And if you can persuade American heterosexual men to walk around with cocks on their heads, you have <laughs> you have broken the market wide open in a way that no one has. Yeah, in Texas as well. In I mean, Texas, it's slightly slightly more of the East Coast or other way, and any of the Democratic states, <laughs> yeah. it's slightly more obvious. But, um, I I love them, and I, I love it, it, this is this started with uh, a love of uh, Xavier Woods. Um, that has now grown to me mm-hmm. really appreciating Kofi Kingston and Biggie Langston. Mm-hmm. Never rated Biggie when he was on his own because he wasn't given a cool. Per- he wasn't allowed to be himself. Yeah, he was just oh, you can lift a lot of weight. He's a big foldy yeah. arm dude. Yeah, foldy arms. Yeah, you can you can lift a lot of weight. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Um, the minute he's allowed to be himself and just funny, 
he's tremendous. Uh, also, let's not forget, he does quite a lot of really exciting stuff in the ring. Mm-hmm. You know, he's, he's a ridiculously dangerous spear through the ropes, which mm-hmm. will shorten his career every time he does it. Mm-hmm. Is is wonderful to watch. His array of suplexes. You, you know what he's like in the ring now. I mm-hmm. think. Um, take away the, the fun side of his persona, but if you look at his in-ring ability at the minute, mm-hmm. um, he's very much like sort of early '90s Scott Steiner. Got a bit of that, yeah. yeah. And and I I love that. I love people being thrown around. It's great. Mm-hmm. Kofi is has always been solid, but not interesting. He's now solid and very interesting. One of the most interesting. It's, it's proof as well that I think they've played a huge part in changing WWE's approach mm. to characters because they have proven that you, if you allow people to express themselves. Sometimes, because I think business has been tight for a long time in WWE, or has, has felt tight. Mm. Um, and sometimes the urge is to is to try and control people more. Yeah. And what you really need to do is let go and let them express themselves. And they're proof, because, what I mean, like we said, <laughs> buy a cock, strap it to your head, yeah. be accepted. You know, it's... I think of Xavier Woods every time I get a DM on Twitter. Yeah. I think of him and go, oh my... My DMs are open. Oh yeah, and then I just laugh for an oh, hour. Oh my god, my favourite—they have—they have had me roaring with laughter, especially when I'm watching it late at night in bed, and I should be keeping it QT for the good of my um, cohabitees. And just last night, the the one line when they were talking, when Enzo had suggested he'd had knowledge of Francesca too, when when Xavier just completely straight faced. Nobody blows my girl except me, and I, I, and I, I nearly hurt myself trying not to howl. I, 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 and the bit when 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 he he moved on when Francesca was destroyed, he moved on to Francesca too. And Kofi said, "You moved on very very quickly." And he said, "Hey, brother's got needs." <laughs> I there's there's points where I will, and I, I I'm desperate to get Xavier Woods on, uh, on Tuesday Night Jaw. Mm-hmm. The reason being that I know he's. He's really into video games, which is one of the reasons I want to be friends with him. Uh, two, he nearly came to a progress show a few years mm-hmm. ago um, because WWE were here. He wasn't um, assigned to do anything. And him and Ricardo Rodriguez, we put them on the guest list and then they couldn't make it. Okay. And I, I'm gutted because I would have loved to have met him. Mm-hmm. Um, but now knowing that, uh, obviously this is on the Distraction Pieces Network, which uh, is a result of, of uh, Scroobius Pip's wonderful work in, in the world of podcasts. Mm-hmm. And knowing that Mr. Woods has messaged Mr. Pip several times uh, means that it's, it's tantalisingly close it could happen. to getting him to go and have a chat with me. So, um, X-Man, if you're out there, hit Jim up. Hit me up, my DMs are open. <laughs> um, come on. Yeah. Right, number five for you, Christopher. Number five, Sami Zayn. Bollocks. Ha! <laughs> it's fine, I've got an alternative. Uh, I know you do. Um, yeah, proper, full-on good guy. Oh, he's great. Isn't you he? know, ex- imagine trying to boo him. I'll try it now. No, I can't. Has he ever been a heel? Yes, yes, he has. Because I remember he's obviously feuded with Kevin Owens mm-hmm. forever, uh, and I've never got tired of watching it. Mm-hmm. And um, the only time I can remember Kevin Owens being a babyface is when he was in a tag team with uh, someone who may or may not have been Sami Zayn called okay. Jericho. Well, I mean, obviously I can't speak for Sami Zayn, um, mm. but, you know, if we take inspiration from El Generico, yeah. I know that he was 
only ever a bad guy by association with Kevin Steen. I see. Um, so you had it when they first came in to um, bring him on him, refuting the Briscoes, for example. But it always kind of felt like he was like the bullied mate who was trying to have fun and, and just be <laughs> himself. And Steen yeah. was like, shut up. You know, talking to him like a French-Canadian Christopher Walken, you know, and, and just, just pushing him around. Um, but, you know, and I do remember seeing a video from many, many, many years ago of Steen and Generico coming out to the ring at a little indie show to um, Ain't It Fun by Guns N' Roses mm. and just being dicks and yeah. getting booed out of the building. Like, you know, knocking people's caps off because that's evil. It is evil. Evil. It is evil. Um, I need... I need a baby face for my pick five. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to go with someone who, whenever I've been CWWE live in the last year or two, uh, I reckon is the most popular person on their roster. Mm-hmm. And that's Dean Ambrose. Very interesting. Um, I've mentioned this a couple of times on Tuesday Night, Joe. Women love him. Mm-hmm. Women, And I can only <laughs> presume this is because... Uh, and I've, I've never met Mr. Ambrose. Uh, uh, I've been a fan of his for a long time. I know a lot of people who've wrestled him in his previous mm-hmm. incarnations. Um, heard he's a great guy. Everyone likes him. Everyone gets on with him. However, he looks like he's a proper sleazebag, and I think that's yeah. why women love him. I think I think women look at him and go, "He's a bit of a fixer-upper. I, I can tame him." You know, a couple of couple of home cooked meals and a and a and a chance to be big spoon of an evening, and he'll he'll settle down. Good luck, Renee. Um, I know a couple of people have found out that Dean Ambrose and Renee Young are together, and have just gone, "What?" Which I imagine is what happens a lot when people see me and my wife mm-hmm. and just go... I mean, because the great bit is if we go to a nice hotel, mm-hmm. they just presume, because of the tattoos and how I dress, that I'm in a band and she's a groupie. Um, because th- there's no way, feasibly, <laughs> someone as hot as my wife oh, would be with me. Oh, stop it. You're, so, you're, you're, you've a rugged charm about you. Only to you, mate. Um, but no, I think Ambrose sells a lot of merch. Mm-hmm. Fantastic in the ring. Loads and loads mm-hmm. of charisma. I wish they'd take him away from gimmicks a bit. And let him wrestle a bit more because he's actually a really good wrestler. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I think he's I think he's great. He's my my fifth fifth choice. Mm-hmm. Christopher number six, number six, and I'm surprised it took me this one to get to him. But I'm going to have him. AJ Styles. Ah, he was one of my on my potentials, but not anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think he's never been better. I think he's amazing at the moment, and he's. He's the same age as me, AJ Styles. Just a little fact for you. 38. Same age as me. Doing all right, isn't he? He's doing okay for himself. It's Again, it looks like he's being given the opportunity to express himself mm-hmm. and grow. And and he is. He's flourishing. And he's he's so much better. And he blew my mind when I used to watch TNA at the sort of inception, like 2003, four. But now it's so much better. But then I suppose I've changed as well. I don't just want all the crazy stuff. Yeah. Um, I get so bored of it, but but then you get old, you get bitter, you get grumpy. Um, <laughs> life means so little. Um, but I, I, he's 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 another one of these guys who can have fantastic matches with anyone, and has proven that he can be a bit of a douchebag as well. Yeah. So um, I think when he turned on Cena, just mm-hmm. punched him in the face. <laughs> that more people just need to do that. Just. Don't do your finishing move on someone. Just yeah. punch him in the face. Yeah. Because it really hurts. It does. It's um, surprisingly painful. I don't know how many people here have ever been punched in the face. Mm. I have. Yeah. It really hurts. Um, I'd recommend that someone, as a turning mechanism. Someone tried well. once, but he was a bit drunk. 
Did he miss? And half my size. No, he hit me full on. Yeah. But it didn't hurt. But you're a big lad, though, isn't you? Well, yeah, but, you know, it's the only time I've got to the Undertaker. Bang, no sell. So, for me, this will be halfway through our regular assigned WWE talents mm-hmm. uh, draft. Mine will be Seth Rollins. I'd forgotten about Mr. Rollins. Um, I'm quite heel heavy at the minute. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> with Because Lesnar's either way, Triple H, Kevin Owens, Seth Rollins. I've got the New Day and Dean Ambrose. I've got some zaniness in there. Um, but Seth Rollins, uh, wonderful wrestler. Really, again, really good at, at doing the Kevin Owens thing of you know coming out and doing the, did you miss me? And then just refusing to do promos. Yeah. Why don't more people do that? No, I don't want to entertain you people. I don't like you. Goodbye. Mm-hmm. See you later. Brilliant. Um, uh, and legit one of my favourite wrestlers over the last, uh, the last few years. Fantastic work when he was in Ring of Honor. Uh, part of my favourite storyline, as I've mentioned several times, my favourite storyline ever in wrestling history, ever, mm-hmm. uh, that I didn't write, uh, <laughs> uh, which is The Age of the Fall in, yeah. um, in Ring of Honour. Uh, wonderful. Tremendous, tremendous, tremendous <coughs> wrestler. Um, mm-hmm. Wonderful talent. Very handsome man. Hate his music. It's Hate his music because really it, it starts and then stops. And every time it happens, even though I know what the music is, I think, oh, the CD's broke. Every single time. Is this the same part of your brain that thinks Big Cass and Enzo should have a name as a tag team? Yes, it is. Yeah, I thought so. Uh, if you would like to suggest uh, Big Cass and Enzo Amore tag team name, uh, uh, it's not allowed to be the Jersey Shore, um, <laughs> then tweet uh, at Jim Smallman, at the Brooker Man, uh, hashtag Tuesday Night Jaw, hashtag Big Cass and Enzo Amore's <laughs> tag team name. It's a lot of... Hash- you won't yeah. have much room for or, anything after that. Or you could just, you know, just get invite Jim to a casino and see if he's far enough down the spectrum it'll be useful. <laughs> right, choice seven. Choice seven, uh, Bray Wyatt. Excellent choice. Thank you. This is this. This feels very much like we're at a at a restaurant going. No, I'll, I'll have the bass. See bass. You only get Bray Wyatt though. He's not officially in a tag team. So no, no. I, 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 I'm, I'm fully aware of it. Yeah, fully aware of it. This wasn't. A, this isn't me trying to do the. Oh, four of these chocolates have stuck together. Um, <laughs> no, I got that with the new day. All, I got yeah. three in the new day, so you know. Yeah, but that's it's true. It's true. Um, um, for me, Bray Wyatt is a guy who, I think, particularly at this point in time, his absence will have done him some good. Mm-hmm. And bring him in. He's got a great character, um, and he can go. And I think if we, again, he's a good foil. For AJ, he's a good foil for Sammy. He's a good foil for um, John Cena. John Cena. He's a good foil for any of these guys. Um, again, I'm a little bit babyface heavy. I've realised you are. This is definitely WWE versus NWA at the minute. Oh yeah, based on how this is built. But no, I I, I love Bray. Um, genuinely, were we mm-hmm. together? That's, I think I can't remember if it was one of the, the shows in London we went to together. Yeah, and there was a point where he came out. And did a promo at the start of the taping. I think of either SmackDown or Raw. Yeah, it's literally one of the best promos I've ever. Yeah, seen. Goosebump stuff. Uh, and I don't even know if they used it because <laughs> it was recorded. Um, <coughs> wonderful. And also has the best, mm-hmm. the best name, the best shoot name <laughs> in wrestling. Uh, I'm not going to tell you what it is. Go and look it up, Wikipedia. Um, can't, can't, can't spoon feed you, can we? No, because um, you know it's disrespectful to say people's shoot names. Um, but genuinely love it. Mm-hmm. Um, right, I've got to come with another choice. Let's see. I'm going to get the roster in front of me. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, him. I'll have Roman Reigns. Oh, what's he up to these days? <laughs> um, 
just to say, the, the people don't necessarily come with their titles. There's a brand split. We might have to crown new champions. We're going to discuss that in a little while. Well, of course, um, of course. I like what Roman Reigns is doing at the minute. I'm aware this makes me even more heel heavy, even though he's not meant to be a heel. But <clears throat> he's not a heel. He's not a good guy. He's not a bad guy. He's the guy. Um, he's getting better. And, and this, I've discussed this a lot on Tuesday Night Jaw. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't understand why he gets the "you can't wrestle" chant because he can. Of course he can. And it's it's it's. It, and also, if you're chanting that, I'll put it to you right now. Unless you're Dean Malenko, chanting that, he's a better wrestler than you. Genuinely, like, don't be so disrespectful as to chant that at someone. It's it's, it's ridiculous. The, the point being is, it, it's just kind of habit, and I don't. I think I think Roman is. He's not a victim of circumstance. He came. He's along, not Eric Watts, is he? Well, no, but he came along as a victim of circumstance because he 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 took his first steps when Daniel Bryan was from the outside just being shat on. Whereas we now know he was basically held together with masking tape and good intentions. Mm. So he, he, it's understandable that the company didn't get behind him at that point. Yeah, but it's habit, and there's a lot of people who will boo him just because they boo him. And it's it's always interesting to to hear the yeah buts, and people don't like to be wrong, do they? Mm. They like to go. This is this is the way the world is, and even evidence won't change their mind. Yeah, there's always a yeah but he, he had two great matches with AJ Styles. Yeah, but it's AJ Styles. Yeah, um, he cut a great promo on Raw. Yeah, but he was in there with Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose. You know, and and having been one of my favourite shows of WrestleMania weekend was SmackDown in Houston, mm. where. A lot of the, um, should we say, the sort of more rabid fans had basically buggered off. Yeah. Or didn't want to travel from Dallas, and that's cool. So there was a lot more families there. It was much more chilled out. Roman Reigns got a great response, and he's a megastar in person. I was nice and close. He just, he just, you know, he, he is. And but if all, you want to make so, him a heel, you can. Yeah. And then, I just, I don't, I can't grasp the you can't wrestle thing. Because no. for someone who did not, he didn't necessarily want to follow the the family path of yeah. being a wrestler. He was going to be a, he was going to be a footballer. Mm-hmm. Um, went down that path. Has clearly dedicated himself to it. Go and watch the stuff he was doing in FCW before before it became NXT. Mm-hmm. And he was great. He was very very good. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he is not as good a wrestler as Daniel Bryan. He's not uh, in, in his prime. He's not as good a wrestler as AJ Styles in his prime. He's not as good a wrestler as Kevin Owens in his prime. But he is. You need. As Mr. Regal has often pointed out, you need bits of everything. Mm-hmm. He is massive, terrifying to look at because he looks he, he looks terrifying, um, and is in terms of his impact in the ring, he's a better wrestler than Goldberg was. Yeah, he, and, and people people still treat Goldberg as a legend. Goldberg was fine, but Goldberg was no one chanted "You can't wrestle at Goldberg" when he was was given a kayfabe three hundred eighty match winning streak. Yeah, you know Roman Reigns as. as has paid his dues a lot more than people give him credit for and you know you need to lay off him and appreciate the fact that he's really good he's genuinely really good to my rant over about Roman Reigns but I know that most of you listening to this are pretty on board with him I mean what I would say is it's telling that neither of us have chosen him until until point seven, mm-hmm. uh, and I was, and it was me who chose him. So, but then, but then again it's that, it's that weird thing at the moment where I mean I think AJ Styles is amazing but I've only just Stuck him on my list. Mm. Um, anyway, do I get another go? You get number eight. I number get another go. Number eight. <clears throat> number eight will be Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows. Box. That would be my next one. Yeah. Um, because that immediately gives me. 
a little more heel balance. If I stick them with AJ, we've got the club. Um, they can have singles matches together, uh, singles matches together, uh, apart. Does it bother you that they don't have a name, really? They're the club, they've got a name. No, they're not. They're the club. They've All got three a of name. them are the club, so they're not the club. They've got a name. What does it say on their Titantron when they come out? The club. It's Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up, that's what it says. <laughs> What's a tag team called? <laughs> Fuck you, that's why. Uh, <laughs> that's what they're called. Um, fine. fine. Do you need a brown paper bag? I really feel like I've... I've no, it's fine. Trauma. Do you want to breathe into something? No, no I'm, 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 I'm fine with it. <laughs> I'm not happy, but I'm fine with it. I feel you're growing as a person as we move through this. Um, <laughs> I I was going to go with Anderson and Gallows as my eighth choice, mm-hmm. um, but could not uh, now because you have you have chosen them. The reason being that I require a tag <clears throat> team to compete with the New Day. Mm-hmm. Um, so I am going to choose. Uh, Luke Harper and Eric Rowan. Very interesting. Partly because I really, really like them. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Luke Harper in particular, I've liked since he was in Shikara. I think he's great. <coughs> um, Eric Rowan, I watched one of his Noah matches from mm-hmm. when he was out wrestling uh, in Japan, way before he was signed to WWE. And they're both very good. They're both very willing uh, to take a bit of a hiding. Um, and... I, I still can see Luke Harper making it on his own as a single star. I know they kind of tentatively did it. Like, I mean, it was Intercontinental tight had for a little bit. Oh, yeah. um, they, they had, he had his moment. He had his toe in the water. And it was circumstance. Again, you sort of make the most of what you're given. So, Harper and Rowan, I've gone with. And they've never faced New Day. No, they haven't. So and, got... and it would be good. I mean, admittedly at the minute, Harper is still injured, but he will be back. So, um, mm-hmm. But I, I just think... I think also Harper's... <clears throat> The, Harper's got a load of charisma mm. a load of charisma that we've not necessarily seen yet mm. and there's every reason you can split them up do stuff with them whatever so I'm going to I'm going to go with those lads okay. nine um Cesaro you going first is really knackering me yeah well you know you flipped the coin I did but it's alright when we ch- we change when we go to the NXT and unsigned ones so uh, mm. it's fine um <laughs> yeah you hold on to that so Cesaro um this is this is again we're getting to workhorse um, mm. workhorse mode here. We've got um, a guy who can have great matches with anyone um, all the way through the roster. Um, can work with Cena face on face, get still get cheered, um, but without taking anything away from him. And and again, you know, you look at the potential matches in there. Him with AJ, him with members of the club who are. As a tag team, still is known as um, Carl Anderson Luke Gallows. I'm not, <laughs> cha- I'm not changing that. I'm not. Ch- I'm, if, it, if it's working, if it ain't broke, why fix it? I hate you. <laughs> um. Plus, you know, I just, um, I just want to be the one at the gorilla position who says, "What do you want me to do today, boss?" And I'll say, "Uppercuts." <laughs> That's fair enough. Um, what I'm going to suggest at this point, I'm about to pick number nine. Mm-hmm. I'm going to suggest as well. We have a supplemental draft after this, mm-hmm. just of female wrestlers. Okay. Because at this point, if we pick one female wrestler, we're not going to have anyone feud with. So we're going to choose, um, we're going to choose four female wrestlers each. We we could do, we could always do what um, we we'll, do I'm, with the actual draft and have a non-podcast supplementary yeah. draft of everyone that's left. But that's so we don't pick women in this bit. We'll, we'll pick four female wrestlers each. Okay. To base our women's uh, division, our, our women's division around. Yeah. Um, 
and they can include NXT sign people because otherwise the roster's not necessarily big enough. Okay. Okay. Cool. Um, so that's what we'll do after this. You still go first for that one because you won the point to us. So you've gone Cesaro. That's your number number nine. My number nine is a Rusev Crush Rusev Machka. Um, Excellent. I'm assuming you're enjoying the benefits of Lana with that as well. Indeed. Uh, I um, I love Rusev. I love his music. I love his work mm-hmm. ethic. Uh, I love the fact that he snaps uh, tiny wrestlers in two. <clears throat> yeah. Um, <laughs> he is he's great, isn't he? He's great. Rusev. Oh, he's... he's, he's... You got, I don't understand how anyone could uh, not hum along to his music or anyone can not appreciate how good he is. Dun, 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 That's great. Um, uh, so, Rusev. I love Rusev. Um, yeah, I think he's, he's tremendous. So, uh, Rusev for me, number nine. Number ten, Christopher. The Dudley Boys. Good choice. The Duds. Veterans. You need veterans. We need veteran blood on there. Um, plus, again, there's... We're back to the fact that we saw a little bit of um, Bubba Ray out on his own mm-hmm. as a massive douchebag. Um, so there's scope for him down the road with that as well. Um, and, and you know what? They're, they're, what we've done is we, I've subtly stacked the odds against Enzo and Big Cass yeah. in the tag team division. Um, and uh, yeah, no, I think it's no, it's a good choice. Yeah. Uh, I'm also Plus, go- I love the, I love the three D. It's one of my favourite things oh, in the world. It's a great move, isn't it? The 3D. Oh, it's magical. I'm trying to think what... The only um, the only double team finisher I like more than that mm-hmm. is uh, the Revivals. Oh, the Smash Machine. Oh, God. Shatter Machine. Shatter Machine. That's oh, great, isn't it? Oh, yeah. I love anything anything into a lung blower. If you ever <laughs> want to impress me with a wrestling move, you're an independent wrestler, I'm going to get signed by Progress. Uh, what I'd say is just send me a video of you doing endless you, lung You're going to be getting a lot of gifts on the, Twitter. This the main week, reason I love Zach Gibson so much is because he does a, he does a second row. Oh, and he, him up and he, he goes, die! Oh, I love that. <laughs> oh, I love it. Any, anyone screaming die or death, or in Tommy N's case, sleep before he does a move. <laughs> It really, really, really makes my day. Is it not sleep when he says it? it? No, it's sleep. Um, sleep. And that's a stereotype. Racist. Racist. Um, I'm going to go with the tag team. Uh, the Lucha Dragons. Oh. Um, essentially for one of them. Oh, right. No disrespect to Sin Cara, who is, uh, who is I've met, weirdly enough, but he's a nice guy. Um, uh, but mainly because I think Callisto is tremendous. And Callisto is the sort of wrestler that kids look at and go, he's not loads bigger than me. I could take him. I can. I could do that, and <laughs> yeah. it gives you a weird. In the same way that kids really related to Rey Mysterio, you, I don't think people realise that it's not just about him doing the thing with his mask when he came out as an entrance. I think kids looked at him and went, "He is literally two inches taller than me." Yeah, you, you, when you're a kid, you want to be that person, don't you? Mm. And you're gonna you'll flog a few masks, aren't you? Absolutely. Um, but I think Callisto is. I, I, I was a big fan of him when he was <clears> on the <throat> Indies, and was desperate to get him to come to Progress, and then he got signed. Oh, I just think he's wonderful. I think he's a mm. wonderful wrestler. Um, so, Lucha Dragons is my 10th choice. Uh, two choices left I from the main roster, Christopher. Two choices left. Hmm. Hmm. <clears throat> now it's then. harder now, isn't it? Oh, it is. It's, it's interesting because we're down to the fact that it's almost like there's people I don't want to miss out. Um, I feel like I should recap, but I'm not going to because it feels like cheating. Um, so this is number 10 this is our number 10 oh, no, no no, we've just had number 10 oh, this is number 11 so 11 this is 11. penultimate choice okay I am going to go with the big show well 
It's the bookstore. <laughs> <laughs> really proud of that. Sorry, guys. Uh, There's no what... substitute for someone who's massive. And and you've now got big casters. Oh, him and big casters. Exactly, exactly. Um, and, and I'm kind of happy that this doesn't have an external mic because you'd have dropped it after that well. <laughs> oh, <my> God, <laughs> so happy. Jim, come back. We're still doing the podcast. Oh, never mind. So happy. Um, yeah, because he's a star. He's an attraction. And again, when you're making, when you're doing Raw or you're doing shows, you need that that variety. You need the big, the strong, the fast, this and that, you know. You've got the acrobats, you've got the cannon, you've got the, the bearded lady. Uh, that's uh, Bray Wyatt in my case. We'll put the <laughs> address. Um, he's got beautiful eyes. Have you ever noticed? Yeah, he's got beautiful eyes. Beautiful, beautiful eyes. Beautiful eyes. Beautiful eyes. Um, but, so with Big Show, again, he's, he's, he's a menace. He's a threat. Anytime you put him in there, he's a menace. He's a threat. Everyone's scared of the Big Show because he will kill you. Yeah, he's massive, isn't he? Yeah. Um, good choice. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've got two choices left. I am going to go with. Oh, it hurts! Doesn't it hurt? Come on! I've got, I've got, I've got three left, and I've got two choices for them. I'm rallying you. Uh. I'm going to go with uh, Dolph Ziggler. Oh. Um, regular listeners to this, or anyone who's ever met me, will know that um, I, I, I don't get the appeal of Dolph Ziggler. Mm-hmm. I, I say it a lot, and uh, I, I know he's a good wrestler, but there's something that's stopping me from connecting with him. Mm-hmm. However, under my stewardship of, of SmackDown, <laughs> I will make it that I like him. And, uh-huh. and also, again, he is popular... Fans love him. He is exciting to watch. I just... He's never... In the same way that I've got that connection with someone like Sami Zayn. I don't know Mm -hmm. why I've never had that connection with Dolph Ziggler. Why I don't... I don't immediately get excited when I watch his matches. However, I do appreciate he's really good at what he does. I just... I I don't get why I've never latched on. Do you know what it is? I think... And this is no respect to to the the, the Ziggler. D-Ziggs. D-Ziggler himself. Um, (laughs) It may almost come back to the sincerity thing. The Mm. download factor. Whereas he's excellent, but I feel like he's being a character. Right, I get you. Um, like when he came out with his Motley Crew mm. top and they'd misspelt crew. Yeah. C R E W. So yeah. that. You, you, you're like the. You're like someone's dad. <laughs> you know, there's that little bit yeah, of I a. Get you. And it's always going to. You can be. He's so good that he overcomes it. Mm. But he's like a cartoon character. And there's that little bit of a. You know, like when. He is to me the wrestling equivalent of when white writers white black dialogue. You know, hmm. it, it it's you know to a white audience they'd go, but that's how they talk. Yes. Um, yeah. Whereas a black audience would go, the fuck. I, I think I'd love, I'd love Dolph Ziggler to be allowed to be himself because mm. I've heard several times from various people that he's dead funny. He's really mm. into comedy. Yep. And he's got he's got an amazing personality outside of the ring. Mm-hmm. So let him be himself. No. Oh, and um, Dolph, if you're listening, uh, if you want to come to. Hey, everyone! I've been on the go recently: Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. 
Posting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash post. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. An open spot in Keithley. Um, <laughs> just give me a shout next time you're over. Last Thursday of the month, I'm sure I don't mind bumping someone off for you. Um, right, last last choice in the main roster. Right, last choice in the main roster. I am going to go with. Oh, it's down to two. Yeah, I've got it down it's to down two. Down to two. And I sense it'll be whichever one you don't choose for me. I'm going to go with Baron Corbin. Oh, it's not. I've still got to choose from two then. Yeah, um, no, I'm not here to make your life easier, Jim. Um, I can tell you who my last two were, if you want. Who was, the other, who was it between? The, it was down to Baron Corbin and Apollo Crews. Oh, no, neither of them. See, that's the neither thing. Neither of them for me. Because, again, Baron Corbin, and, and part of this is seeing him this past weekend at Download, mm. where he has grown. He was one of those guys, I, I just went, I don't get it, I don't get it. But then I went, yeah. Because he's he carries himself. Like his Perfect size. for a download audience as well, because he's clearly a metal head. Clearly, clearly a metal head. But did he get cheered? Oh, they went nuts for him. <laughs> they went batshit for him. It's probably a bit weirder, because he's been booed for so long. Yeah. He's another one who gets a You Can't Wrestle champ. Yeah. He can. Of course he can. But it's, 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 he's so perfectly placed as an antagonist, because he's, 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 he's not a fan. Hmm. He wasn't a fan. He fell into it. Yeah. And, and, again, it's the opposite of the Rey Mysterio. We go, no, you're a dick. I'm a big fan. Why am I not in WWE? Yeah. Oh, it's because I get exhausted getting out of chairs. But, <laughs> you know. So, um, that concludes yours. So, just to run mm. through your full 12. Well, Apollo Crews was going to be my choice just because he'd be lovely to have backstage. As well as being a brilliant wrestler. He's yeah. always happy he's and he's a, bloke, he gives he? great hugs. Um, so, your full 12 mm-hmm. is John Cena. Yep. Paul Heyman, mm-hmm. Enzo and Big Cass, yep. The Miz, Sami Zayn, AJ Styles, Bray Wyatt, Anderson and Gallows, Cesaro, the Dudley Boys, the Big Show, Baron Corbin. My last choice mm-hmm. is Randy Orton. Oh. Um, I don't know what that noise was. So, Randy Orton is so, my last choice. I'm not going to tell you who it was between because it affects who I want on my commentary team. Okay. Um, when you um, when you made the choice, was it the voices? It they, was the they counsel you in my head. Uh, <laughs> if they come to me, they understand. They talk to me. Um, I, I Randy Orton is sometimes underappreciated. Um, 
I'm not going to feud him with Triple H because we've seen him a million <laughs> times. But I think Randy Orton is someone uh, someone to have around, someone to potentially build a stable around. Yep. Um, <clears throat> and someone who, let's be honest, is much don't have him as a babyface. Mm-hmm. Much better as a heel. Yeah. Much better as a heel. And now he's in that weird position of, even though he's not particularly old, he's still younger than me. Yeah. He he's still he's in that kind of veteran position of doesn't have to wrestle all the time. Um, but you know, imagine him in a match with Dean Ambrose. It'd be great. And his his finish is over. He's been a great finisher. Super, super, super over. Um, Right, so... Cruising to the women's division. Into the women's division. Uh, So, draft pick number one out of four in the women's division. And it can be any female talent signed to NXT or signed to the main roster. Bailey. Bailey, it is. Um, she's great, isn't she? She's the female John Cena, and you've got John Cena and Bailey. But no, how I, am I going to sell any T-shirts? Nah, I don't care. Um, I might let you sell a few of mine on your shows if you want. Wow! Because wow. you know, I'm a, giver. Cool. I'm a giver. I'm a giver. You'll be doing your knockoff. This is what these tag teams are called T-shirts anyway. <laughs> won't you? Um, Bailey isn't the female John Cena. She's the female Sami Zayn. She's the one that you can't help but like. Mm. She's the one with the fire and the feistiness. And, and and until you see, and and she's such an important part of getting women to come to wrestling, and kids to come to wrestling, mm-hmm. um, because she's not, she's not there as eye candy. You know, what I mean, she's not unattractive, but she's not there as a throwback to the lingerie model days. No. She can go, yeah, and that's that's fantastic. Plus, Billy Kirkwood has a massive crush on her, which means I can control him. <laughs> that is true. Mm-hmm. Um, You've got Bailey. Mm-hmm. In that case, uh, I will have who I think is the finest uh, female wrestler of her of her current generation, um, because Sarah Del Rey works behind the scenes, um, uh, so I can't choose her. Um, and I will have Sasha Banks. Ooh, very good. Because I think I've met her as well. She's lovely, mm-hmm. she's tiny, um, but she is. Tremendous and mm-hmm. constantly on the cusp of. I know we said it on one of the Tuesday Night Jaws that um, when we were looking at the next sort of franchise players, that she mm-hmm. was someone that genuinely popped into our head. She has <clears throat> her personality. Look how over she is without ever really doing anything on the main roster at the minute. Not anything major. Mm-hmm. She is. She's a Ronda Rousey crossover talent waiting to happen. She she has the spark. She has the charisma. Um. And she came out in Eddie Guerrero tights at WrestleMania, so she gets a free pass. She can do whatever she wants. Genuinely, I, I'd agree. Um, your second female choice? Emma. Really? Yes. Okay. I'm building for the future here. Okay. Um, the reason being, I think Emma, particularly since she's found her feet as a heel, has absolutely blossomed. Okay. She had cracking matches on the NXT tour last Dark year. Dark Emma, as she's called. Like Evil Ryan. Dark Emma. Like Evil Ryan in Street <laughs> Now, I, I think, I, I, I think she's massively underrated, and I think that she would be, again, she. If I start playing her off against who I already have, she's a great foil for Bailey. Yep. She's. They've got backstory. There's a bitterness to her that can come through. I think that's that's the key there. Good choice. Yep. Uh, I'm going with Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, again, someone I've met who is very very nice indeed. Um, but uh, Charlotte is. Again, I've said this a few times on the podcast. For someone who has not been in wrestling that long, is so good. Yeah. And 
you know, very easy to cheer if that's what WWE wanted to do. Very easy to hate if that's what WWE want you to do. Mm-hmm. Um, very almost. She's not quite um, Beth Phoenix, but she is bigger than most of the, the other yeah. females. She's tall enough to be a bully. Yeah, and just really works uh, for me. I think she's she's tremendously good at what she does. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, looking at, I always base people's mainstream appeal on whether or not my wife can get into whether or not she likes them or dislikes yeah. them. And she always watches Charlotte and just thinks she's wonderful. Same mm. with Sasha Banks. She, yeah. and, and Bailey as well. She just watches them and just goes, they're great. Yeah. So um, that's my second choice. Uh, your third female choice. My third female choice will be Nikki Glencross. Ah. The most recent arrival, I believe, on the NXT roster. Um, and I will, I will hands down admit that there's an element of personal bias to this. But I like because she's our mate. Because she's our mate. But, <laughs> but also, she is brilliant. This is the thing. Is is but the reason I, I sort of mention this is because I've had a chance to watch her work up close and personal, mm-hmm. and she makes other people. It's star maker, right? Yeah. Nikki, I, I mean, I think Nikki is gorgeous. I think she's a, she's she's fantastic. She will never be the pinup. But she will create the pinups. She will take the beautiful, beautiful, you know, the ones where you look at them in real life and think, like, like Brie Bella. When I saw her in real life, I went, "You're not airbrushed. How can you exist? Right? You're you're just beyond perfect. Right? You're you're just ridiculous. Right? She will make them look like superstars mm. because Nikki is a fantastic wrestler and a and a an amazing character. She's like she's like the neutron bomb. Of women's wrestling, in that there's so much talent packed into this tiny little frame, and as soon as she goes to the curtain, boom! Yeah. And having seen her work, her magic on independent shows where she's worked with other wrestlers who are maybe potentially good but don't have the confidence, mm-hmm. knowing that she made them better or brought the best out of them, shall we say? Yeah. And is such a strong character, so easy to bounce off, so easy to work off. She's going to be a major star in WWE and she while she will never be I don't think she'll ever be the poster girl she will make all of the poster girls for generation good choice I'm going to go with uh, Asuka um, because I think she's brilliant yes and I like Japanese wrestling and I like watching her kick people in the face I mean you've just gone with a brilliant reason to choose Nikki mm-hmm. uh, very eloquently put <laughs> I'm going slightly less eloquently I like watching a woman who's wearing her entire wardrobe that she owns <laughs> kick people in the face. At download, it looked appropriate because it looked like she was wearing her last bits of dry clothing on the last <laughs> day of the festival. Who did she? Who did she wrestle at download? Can I can't remember. remember. There was so much. She she wrestled Peyton Royce. Um, she uh, wrestled Carmella. I think I, it, I, I watched so much wrestling over three days. I don't really remember. Okay, so your final female choice. <coughs> My final. Female choice. I am going to go with Alicia Fox. So, Alicia Fox. Mm-hmm. It is. Uh, always been impressed with her, and I've watched her live actually. Yeah. Um, she's very good at. I think it was again a show in London we went to where she was doing a proper crazy persona, mm-hmm. and she was climbing into the crowd and stuff. You don't see people do on main WWE shows. You see them yeah. in indie shows doing yeah. that. But you don't see people doing it. Normally see it on indie shows when people go to have a seat after their match. Yeah. Professionalism. Um, but yeah, I think, yeah, she is good. Mm-hmm. Uh, wouldn't it have been my choice? Because I'm going to tell you what my fourth choice is. Um, Paige. Because hmm. when you come to Britain, she's dead over. Mm-hmm. Um, she is a very good wrestler. 
Um, and uh, I think she has, as someone from, shall we call it, an alternative community, she yes. has the alternative community appeal in the same mm-hmm. way that someone like Baron Corbin does. Um, uh, she, you know, she's the sort of person that people of my musical and lifestyle <laughs> persuasion look at and go, oh yeah, she's one of us, isn't she? Mm. So I, I always think that's a powerful thing to have. Um, so Paige would be my fourth choice. Right, now we swap over who goes first. Take it away. Um, uh, four talents from NXT. Okay. Uh, I get to go first. Of course you do. Shinsuke Nakamura. As if you thought I was going to choose anybody other than Shinsuke Nakamura. Um, the reason being is this. As soon as I won the time coin toss, I went, well, I've lost Nakamura. Yeah. <laughs> uh, long-term listeners. Not long-term. I've only been doing this podcast two or three months. But he's one of my favourite wrestlers in the world ever. Mm-hmm. I love him. He is also the sort of wrestler that is over based purely on his charisma. Because let's be honest, he can't really speak English. That's not going to change. He's not going to learn to speak loads of English. His appeal is that he doesn't. Yeah, absolutely. The fact that he can say, right, a promo for him, like one sentence in in understandable English, like Mm. the ones he did with Aries, will blow the house down. But you look at who I can have him up against. Mm-hmm. So Nakamura against Lesnar, Owens, Ambrose, Rollins, Reigns, Rusev. Uh, they're all great matches Yeah, on, on my roster. He'll probably and, sell and, a few t-shirts for you too. And I, I, I do genuinely think he is... Um, he is... He's just the most charismatic wrestler in the world. Mm-hmm. As well as being one of the best wrestlers in the world. Oh. And the best bit being, the sort of man who has a body that I look at and go, do you know what? I don't have to be that much in shape to be good. Because yeah. he's, he's, he's in shape. And he's got Japanese wrestler body, <clears throat> yeah. which is a big difference between American wrestler body. and uh, Bodybuilder versus wrestler. Yeah, he's the best. Yeah. Uh, he is tremendous. We, we sat and watched um, TakeOver. I'm sorry to be a download boy. We sat and watched TakeOver at the, um, in the cinema tent. And I was sat with um, Ben Schofield, who's a comic, and not a wrestling fan. Hmm. But he was there because he was staying over after he'd emceed The Late Show. Uh, yeah, two six foot two men in a supposedly two man tent. I nearly killed him. He snored. Did you do this side. last year? Yeah, I don't you learn. Did this last I don't year learn. And you made the I don't same learn. I don't learn. Look, it's all right. It's I've the man you used to I'm, live with. I'm gonna. Le- I left the tent there. It leaked. I'm gonna get a bigger one for next year, <laughs> or he can go away. One of the two. Um, but um, what was I gonna say? Yeah. So we watched it, and his and his Nakamura blew his mind mm. as a non wrestling fan. And the charisma and the energy and the fact that his stuff looks believable. So he's the kind of guy who will fascinate people. Yeah, he's tremendous. He's a fascinator. Um, he's not a fast. He's not the sort of thing you wear to Royal Ascot on your head. Although if you did, just, just Nakamura on your head, that'd be amazing. Especially where if, did she get that hat? Uh, um, yeah, yeah. um, King of Strong Style. So, your first choice from the NXT roster. Okay, I think I probably know. I'm going to go with American Alpha. Oh, surprising. Yeah. Again, I'm building for the future. We've got a great tag team for the here and now. And then we've got Jason Jordan, who is going to be the rock. Uh, this, he was my pick for the, in five years' time, who the franchise yeah. of WWE will be. Yeah. He is the rock. Yeah, he's, he's fantastic. He's like, he, he's good looking. He's like, he's like a cross, but he's like, got that Kurt Angle, Scott Steiner, hot tag, come in, clean house. And it's a, he's a joy to watch. The two of them together are a joy Can to watch. Can we say how great at... Um... Uh, takeover that tag match was. It was the best match on the show. Uh, yes, the best match. On the no, show. no, no doubt about it. It was, it was like 
they've finally gone, tag wrestling shouldn't be an afterthought, it should be one of your backbones, because it gives you so many options. Hmm. And done well, you know, it's like we've seen the end of the cliches to some extent. Yeah. And there were so many moments. It's probably the one time... In fact, I'll, I'll, I'll say this out loud, right? It's across my mind. It's the first time since the streak ended that I was watching a match and genuinely felt like my heart had been pulled out at the yeah. finish. They had done such an amazing job. It is. Yeah, it's tremendous. Um, and, they're, and, they're, and they're wonderful. And so, 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 so over. Mm-hmm. So over. Mm-hmm. Um, cool, you've gone with Nakamura. Uh, I've gone with Nakamura. You've gone with American Alpha. First choice is from NXT. Uh, my uh, second choice uh, will be who I thought your first choice would be. Uh, I didn't think I'd get him, and that's Finn Balor. Um, he's going to sell merchandise forevermore. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I mean, I'm, I, again, a little bit biased because he's, he's kind of a mate. Um, but he he's wonderful at what he does. He's tremendous in the ring. He's ridiculously charismatic. Again, whether we, the good thing with, with Finn is he can talk as well. So yeah. either you have him not talk and he's just charismatic as his demon character, or you have him talk and every single woman in the world's ovaries explode based purely on the fact that he's got that amazing Irish accent. I, I've never seen... Women are predatory around him. You but know, we've I mean, had this discussion just before. Just angry, like, oh, the things I do to him. We've had this discussion before. In that <laughs> he is, and every single male wrestling fan slash wrestler in this no. country has had a discussion about just how good-looking Finn Balor is. Yeah. He is an unbelievably good-looking young man. But that's not why I'm picking him. I'm picking him because he's one of the best wrestlers in the world. And he is. And if, if we'd have done all the NXT roster in our draft, mm-hmm. uh, so we hadn't split them out separately... Him and Nakamura would have been two of my first picks, regardless. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, you know, I'm surprised I managed to get him. So I'm quite lucky there. Who's your second pick from NXT? My second pick from NXT is a man who has just walked through the doors, Bobby Roode. Ah, interesting. Um, uh, 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 hey, you mean Bobby Roode? Bobby Roode. There you go, Matthew. I'm going to team with someone called Kanga, nice. and they won't have a collective name. Um, but Bobby Roode, I mean, it, it, he, again, download bore moment number 27. Because they, they, a lot of the, the, shall we say, less exposed talents didn't have their own um, Titan Trance. They come up with an XT logo with fairly generic music. Mm. Um, so it played, and out walked Bobby Roode. And there was a collective, uh, yeah. double take, and then we all lost our shit. Mm. Um, but he's so good. In the ring, it, it dawned on me he is our generation's Ted DiBiase. Yeah, because everything he does is perfect, and he and he's subtle. Yeah, and in the course of a six-man tag, it was him and the Revival versus um, American Alpha and Cien uh, something Android. I, I still haven't learned his name. Uh, Cien Andrade Almas. Uh, Cien Andrade Almas, right? Yeah. Um, Andrade Almas is his name. Cien's his nickname. Cien. I mean, he's a hundred. Um, he's um. He over the course of that one match, he he came in as a tweener, turned babyface, turned heel again, and there wasn't a single point where he didn't have everyone in the palm of his hand. So mm. as an amazing, amazing entertainer, who can go? And again, he could be an antagonist. He could be. There's loads of fresh matchups for him with that roster. You know, him against Sami Zayn, him against John Cena. Even AJ Styles hasn't happened on the big stage. So mm. him against Cass, him against and oh, money. Choice number three mm-hmm. from me uh, is Samoa Joe. 
Um, again, I didn't think I'd get all three of these. Uh, mm-hmm. This is like dreamland for me. Um, <laughs> Joe is a wonderful human being. He's one of my favourite wrestlers, again, of the last decade. Um, so getting to have him on my roster is great. Another, because, another great hugger as well. He's a great hugger. Loves Nando's. Doesn't he? Uh, loves Nando's. Loves hip-hop and punk music. <laughs> uh, and is genuinely one of the coolest people I've ever spent time with. The, some of these wrestlers are annoyingly cool, aren't they? He's... He's so nice. Oh, I cannot stress what a nice fella he is. And, um, I mean, um, I think I've told the story before of when we were in NXT in Blackpool and he blew me a kiss. <laughs> which is, the, like, you and my wife looking at me going, that's weird. And I'm like, it's not. He's just doing no, no, throat characters. I, to do I, it. I thought it was funny. wonderful. But wonderful. I, I heard you grow a vagina. Uh, I heard it. It was like, I love him. It's like, it's like when a guy grew gills and X-Men or something. Like, like, Mate, it's really weird as well because two days before we went to that, I watched the, the, when he won the Ring of Honor title, which yeah. is well over ten years ago, I think. Oh yeah, we're going two thousand two. Two thousand and three, I think it was. And I thought he lost it to Aries two thousand. Well, anyway, anyway. Yeah. Either way, like, um, and well, just back. a tremendous, tremendous uh, uh, time in wrestling, which really got me loving independent wrestling, was when he was in Ring of Honor. Yeah. And then he, he was the best thing in TNA for the longest possible time. Yeah. Uh, and now. He's been wonderful in NXT. And clearly, when he initially came in, I thought, well, this is only going to be a short-term thing. And clearly, they're building big plans for him. Yeah. Um, uh, and, and he deserves it, because he's worked hard at his career. And, and he'll he, tell you as well, he did not want to be a wrestler. No, he didn't. So. He didn't. He, the other thing is, you could probably just pay him by getting a black card for Nando's, couldn't you? I'd like to think he'd get one, and he just he cut me in, because I'm, I'm his boss now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> who's your third choice for NXT, mate? My third choice, and again, I'm amazed you left them for me, I'm having The Revival. No, I'm done with tag teams now. There's a reason for this. No, fair enough. I mean, don't be wrong. I'm tempted to choose Johnny Gargano to Masao Ciampa because they're two people I like really, two really, really like. However, mm-hmm. uh, they're not going to be my fault to us. Okay. Um, the Revival, though, um, they're great, aren't they? they? They are perfect heels. They're perfect foils to anyone. Um, they, they have such incredible chemistry. They are eminently hateable mm-hmm. they are eminently booable and again I, I'm, I'm, I'm almost going on the Jim Cornette route where I want to build a really good tag team roster as the backbone of my, of my, of my roster yep. because then you've also got the fact that it gives me a lot of not throwaway matches but interesting matches so you know if I wanted to make Bobby Roode look good mm-hmm. give him a match with Enzo if I wanted to make um, Sammy Imagine Sami Zayn versus um, Scott Dawson yeah. or Dash Wilder with whoever isn't in yeah. the corner. These are all interesting matches, and 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 I I, I never get sick of watching the revival. They are no, to be fair with with Alpha and the revival. I could just have them have a match on every show. It's good. It's a good choice. Good choice. My um, uh, my final choice mm-hmm. will be um. And I thought about this, and weirdly, it was going to be my fourth choice anyway. I wasn't going to go with a tag team mm-hmm. at any point. I thought about American Alpha, but I, I didn't think I'd get Nakamura, Balor, and Joe. <laughs> um, I'm picking someone <coughs> from the future, for, for the future, who I think in four or five years' time, based on the demographic of the United States of America, uh, based on his charisma, will be one of the biggest stars. Am I going to get angry wrestling. in a second? No. We'll soon find out. Uh, I'm going to pick Andrade Almas. Ah. Reason being, when he made his debut, I already knew a lot about him mm-hmm. uh, because 
uh, and you know he may or may not have been a masked wrestler. He, we, he was okay. He was La Sombra. They had him take the mask off in his yeah. vignettes. Who who was La Sombra? Who was both brilliant in Mexico and brilliant in Japan, which is unusual for Mexican wrestling to translate well in yeah. Japan. And there's a reason why he translated so well in Japan, and that is that he is the second coming of Eddie Guerrero. Ooh. He is. Watch his debut at NXT. Mm-hmm. His facials, he doesn't look loads like him, but he is, I think Triple H said in his conference call after the after TakeOver, he said, I can't understand why he's never took the mask off before, he's a good looking guy. He is. He's got a ton of charisma. Mm-hmm. He was he was unfortunate in that match in that they put him up against <coughs> Ty Dillinger, Ty Dillinger, who's not meant to be a babyface, but is mm-hmm. because he's got something cool that people like to chant. He is... There's so and, and go and watch some La Sombra matches and see how good he is. And they're doing a different thing than what they did with Sin Cara number one, mm-hmm. who was uh, uh, Mystico. Yeah, and Mystico was you know was once the uh, the Wrestling Observer Wrestler of the Year. Mm-hmm. People forget that. <laughs> and then he came as Sin Cara number one and was messing stuff up left left right mm-hmm. and center because they didn't take time to dedicate to training him to the American way of wrestling. They just threw him straight. In. Whereas Rey Mysterio. Had ECW and WCW for ages before he was in WWE. Yeah. What they're doing things the right way mm-hmm. uh, with Almas, and I think he he has every ability, and he's only he's only young as well. Yeah, he has every How ability. I think he's only about 25, 26. I'm Fuck sorry. off! Sorry, right. I'm, just, I, I'm I'm angry at young people, and I think I'm allowed to be. Genuinely think he will be great. I would say he probably needs to lose the spangly trousers and the braces because he looks like one of the American males. But he takes them off anyway and doesn't wrestle them. Mexican males. But, Mexican but he doesn't males, wrestle them. The Mexican males. Don't stop it, stop it. He, 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 he doesn't wrestle males. them. He wrestles in trunks. Mexican males. Wrestles I thought in... you'd like it. No, it's I a hate team it. name. It's a team name. I find, hate... find him a Mexi- Mexican Is the other thing. The Mexican males. Is the other thing. Uh, Six-man tags with him, with the other two Lucha Dragons are on my roster. And up against uh, all three members of the New Day. Up against Harper, Rowan and, let's say, Rusev, maybe. That's all good. It's all very exciting. Who's your final choice from NXT? My final choice from NXT, I was torn between two people here. And I am going to go, by a nose, with Ty Dillinger. Who was your other choice? Elias Samson. Really? Yeah. Okay. Really. Um, I'm just, because... just going to look and see who we haven't chosen from NXT. Right? Because mm-hmm. we've only chosen for... And, and, so we haven't chosen Austin Aries. No. Uh, so Angela Dawkins Austin Aries uh, Murphy and Blake uh, um, a couple of tag team dudes Hideo Itami who is injured at the minute mm-hmm. Johnny Gargano and uh, and Tommaso Ciampa both wrestlers who I love yeah. uh, one of whom has appeared in progress several times yeah one you're, you're going to yeah, you're gonna have to explain their absence at the next show so good luck with that well no, the reason I didn't choose them is I don't see them as because I'm they're still independent wrestlers oh, yeah. who appear for NXT, so is I didn't it, see them as NXT. Is it because they're a team, but they don't have a collective name? <laughs> do they up. occupy a blind spot in your mind? Shut up. <laughs> um, Guy Champa. Um, so, yeah. Um, uh, uh, only, only Lorcan, which is Biff Busick's new name. Yeah. Um, but I, I, the thing is, I've, I've been impressed with Ty Dillinger whenever I've seen him. I saw him in the NXT tour last year, and he, I thought he did a good job. He's, he's a great foil, he's a great opening match guy, and he can really, really talk. And again, download Boar Part 368, he was amazing on the mic this weekend. He got booed. 
He got cheered out the building, and then he got booed out the building on separate nights. Now, admittedly, he did say, you know, I thought all our hope was lost last night until Russia equalised, and then I was happy. And, of course, boo. Um, Generic sports heel promo. Boo, brilliant. It worked. Um, Still got to be able to deliver them, though. That's the thing. Yeah, but he's the guy who can lose every night and stay over. Because, for my money, some of my favourite matches on the... And he's a, a guy I would have had if he was still around, was Bull Dempsey. Mm. Um, I thought his matches with Bull Dempsey were my favourites of the NXT tour in so many ways. The one in Blackpool was brilliant. Oh, it was, it was amazing. And, I, and I, I got to go to a lot of the NXT shows, and I saw that match more than once. And every night they added something different. No, I would agree. Fantastic. Right, now we get to... Free agents, okay. not signed to NXT, the Performance Center <clears throat> WWE in any way whatsoever. Okay, uh, uh, they can't be retired. They still have to be alive. They still that helps. <laughs> I, I get to choose first. Of course you do. Uh, Will Osprey. Who? Will Osprey because he's the best cruiserweight in the world. Full stop. The end. He is amazing. He is just absolutely unbelievable. And now he has the added bonus. Of not only being tremendous, but now being quite famous thanks to a little viral video of him and Ricochet. Yeah. Um, um, so, so is Vader going to be your next choice? <laughs> no. Um, although I do love Vader, I'm yeah. a massive Vader fan. Yeah. Um, I mentioned this on the last um, mini episode. In the, the this whole debate of oh, it's all flips and stuff like that is. I don't think people are. I, I think Vader is forgetting, and I, a lot of respect for Vader. One of my favourite wrestlers, certainly when I was a kid, uh, and I still go back and watch his matches now. But I, I'm sure there's lots of veterans, well, people who were veterans in his day, when he was Will's, not Will's age, because I think he started, Will's only 22. But I think there was a lot of veterans who would have looked at him and go, why are you and Stan Hansen punching each other in the face? Yeah. Why are you doing that? <coughs> what, why, are you, why are you punching each other in the face? That's not, how, that's not how you work. A lot of people would have said that. A lot of people would also said to him, you're 400 pounds, why are you doing moonsaults? Yeah. So... There's, he's going to have got a lot of he's going to have got a lot of the criticism that he's given Will. People, mm-hmm. just, wrestling just moves on yep. and evolves. And if you don't like bits in it, that's cool. Um, I happen to think Will. I'm biased. He was Progress Champion. He won our first Super Strong Style uh, mm-hmm. tournament. He is, for my money, just one of the best wrestlers in the world. And now is well known thanks <clears> to what he did by winning the Super Juniors. He is, and and if you look at him, the, the thought of him feuding with Nakamura. Bala, Almas, um, they're all uh, Seth Rollins as well. Yeah. Kevin, hey, imagine a Will Ospreay Kevin Owens match. Mm-hmm. Wonderful matches. Um, and if, if, got, if he counters the pop up powerbomb, it'll take a minute for him to come down. <laughs> uh, and also, the other thing with Will is for a British guy, he's tall, he's six foot two, um, he's a good looking lad, and he's a better talker than people give him credit for. Yeah. So, and he's about 12. Uh, he's 22. Um, yeah, same difference. He is legit old enough to be my son. Um, and yeah, I'm a little bit biased because he's one of my friends, but I genuinely think mm-hmm. he is one of the best wrestlers in the world, and I don't think many people disagree at the minute. Mm-hmm. Who's your uh, first free agent pick? I'm going to go with Rockstar Spud. Excellent. Are we just picking our mates? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> people we've hung out with. But then, but then we're lucky. I mean, we know we know lots of good people mm. um, because. Spud, again, we're back to the guys who can lose every night and get over. He is so valuable. If ever you have a chance to sit and talk wrestling with him, mm-hmm. he has such a good mind. He's like a sponge, and he's learnt off of everyone he's been in the ring with. 
and he's a guy who you're going to feed him with a big show, right? Oh, oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely, yeah. straight off the back, yeah. Um, in a choke slam contest, um, it's, <laughs> but he he gets it. He gets his limitations. He wrestles like a guy his size, and I, I firmly believe the moment there's that thing where you get someone or you fall for someone's character, you just go, "Oh, you're amazing." The moment I saw him as rock star Spud rather than the underdog Spud, I went, "Holy shit, you are incredible!" Mm. Um, and he can make you. He got booed in Birmingham. <laughs> he got right. booed in his hometown. Right. He gets it. He understands it. He's constantly evolving. And if he was six foot two, admittedly, he probably wouldn't evolve the way he has. But if he, if you would, if if we could somehow give him the Steve Rogers formula mm. and make him six foot two, fuck, top of the business. Um, and he should be near the top of the business because he is. He's wonderful as that nap, that terrier that nips at your ankles or hides behind someone bigger, or or thinks he's seven foot tall. You know. Mm. And he's equally amazing as the Spike Dudley underdog. And, yep, I agree. And, and just the dynamic of him with half that roster. And he's a big character. Because what's interesting is it seems like we've naturally ended up with Raw is more showbiz. Smackdown's a bit more, quote, yeah, I am more indie, isn't I it? I am more wrestlery. It's interesting, yeah. isn't it? We found ourselves going down that route. And Spud really fits that. Because he'd be great. Everything he does is gold. All the segments, everything. My choice... Tag teams still count as one choice. Yep. The Young Bucks. Uh, and again, I have gone down the very indie route. I think they are super over in the world of wrestling. Yep. Um, I'm not, I've not got loads of tag teams. Do you imagine? Imagine a Young Bucks New Day feud. How funny it would be. Yeah. And how entertaining <coughs> it would be. Oh, yeah. It'd be, some, it'd be And I know it's the sort of thing that people go, well, no, they, they, they do 17 super kicks in every match. I don't care. Mm-hmm. I don't care if you know if we could afford them, we'd have them in progress. Yeah. You know, but they they're legit super famous now, yeah. and they are great. Um, the thought of, and also again, the fact that you can use either one of them as individual wrestlers. Mm-hmm. So uh, either Nick or Matt against Kevin Owens <laughs> would just really appeal to me. And again, you've uh, got that six man Kevin Owens and the Young Bucks versus your Lucha team. Your, yeah. Are you going to have your own little six-man tournament? Yeah, I'm going to have King of Trios. Yeah. Um, <laughs> shout out to my, our friends at Shikara. Um, your final choice from uh, anywhere in the world. Anywhere in the world. And I would like to immediately apologise to many of the people that I know personally <laughs> who who I think are amazing. But at this precise moment, listen, I've got your number. I'll give you a call once something comes up. I'm talking it's to you. It's not a real draft, I, I don't care. Got- I feel bad. Because it's not a real draft. I, I, I want Zach in there, and I want Jack Gallagher in yeah. there, and I want this. Um, but ladies and gentlemen, EC3 is my final draft pick. Good choice. Explain why. Explain why. Um, because he is the next John Cena. You reckon? I reckon he could be. I reckon with the right... Watching him... The only thing, it's the trouble with him is like a tree in the forest when there's no one around to see it. It's like seeing brilliant comedians playing in small rooms. He's He has it. He has... and Glenn, Glenn loves him. Oh, yes. Just for the record, my business partner, Glenn Joseph, absolutely loves him. I don't watch TNA at all. Mm-hmm. I'm sad to admit that because I've got a yeah. lot of friends who work there. And you know, I don't watch it. I don't either. Um... And, and it's it's not so much because fuck TNA, it's because there's so much wrestling and occasionally I need to sleep, eat and I should probably do some paperwork. Mm. Um, but 
the, the, the two things that got me, one, was the response he got at Birmingham when he came out having just turned. Yeah. And two, find his stuff in Evolve that he's done very recently, the promos he's cut, particularly backstage, and he's, he is a star, and he looks like a star, and he carries himself like one. Mm. And given the right environment that will encourage him to grow, that will give him a platform to show that off, he'll be a main event player. He's going to be one of those guys I see at the very top of the card, jousting with Cena on the mic. Um, How old is he? He's not that old, actually. I don't no, think... I'm going to might... look him up. I'm going to look him up while you're talking. The reason being... I was going to use that to eat more sushi, but, you know, that's fine. You, uh, I'll talk instead and be professional. Um, he, he, he... DC3 is... How old do you think he is? I'm going to guess early 30s. Yeah, 33. Which might have left it a bit late for him to become John Cena. John, don't forget, John Cena was John Cena when he was 20, 26. Yeah. So, might left it a bit late. But, 33's prime wrestling yeah. age. Get a 10-year run out of him. And he's he's golden. He is... He is... Right, Neil, I, I'm, I'm really excited to see these back. Because it's it feels like we've actually got two really good, very different, yet very interesting rosters. Mm. Now, I'm going to add a little bit extra on this. All right. Um, I think... We need to. We need to. Have, both of us need to have an authority figure. You've got Paul Heyman, mm-hmm. but you can use him for anything on on yes. this. So both of us need to have our in brackets, in, in, you know, sort of uh, general manager. Mm-hmm. I get to pick first again because it's my turn. It's my half of the split. So we both need to have an authority figure, mm-hmm. uh, a lead commentator, a color commentator. And just a general sort of media personality person. Okay. So a backstage person. Back, both either backstage <coughs> in the oh, ring. Oh, ring or, announcer. Um, I'm not so fussed about ring announcer. Um, oh, you're going to do that again? Because I'm going to ask this. Okay. Me in it, obviously, because I am great. Um, My uh, friends, welcome to WrestleMania. <laughs> um... <laughs> I only noticed because Nathan Cruz has started pointing out that I call people my friends. There's a legit reason I do this. Mm-hmm. I don't feel the progress crowd is old enough for me to call them ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. In the same way that if you see comedians do this all the time, there's two things that comedians do that bug me. One is saying ladies and gentlemen at a university gig. Mm-hmm. So you go ladies and gentlemen when the audience <laughs> are 18, it feels yeah. weird. Yeah. And the other one is saying the place name that you're in. I tell you, insert place yeah. name, this uh, is what happened. So this is what happened, Manchester. I hate it because... Because those people aren't necessarily from that town. No. And it's just a thing. So that's why, instead of calling people ladies and gentlemen, I always say my friends. I do it when I'm doing stand-up as well. Yeah. I, 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 I must admit, I realise I'd, I'd kind of need that off you a download. It's fine. It's a perfect, I, I'm not taking ownership of it. Oh, no, no. It's a perfectly good thing to do. Because you, you can't. But you do my machine gun thing, I'll kill you. Right, so... Nah, uh, I'll tell jokes. Authority figure. Uh, authority figure in charge of the entire thing. I'm kidding, I don't tell jokes. Uh, authority figure. Yeah. Uh, my authority figure uh, will be... Uh, bear in mind, I've got Triple H on my roster already. Yeah. Uh, but my authority figure is William Regal, um, because he's the best. Uh, the fans that I imagine would appreciate my roster mm-hmm. would appreciate him. Yeah. Um, and it's <clears throat> it's not a McMahon. Yeah. So, because I want to try and I'm trying to do something and grow grow mm-hmm. my brand differently. So mm-hmm. my authority figure is William Regal. Who is your my authority figure will be John Bradshaw Layfield. Ah, so I'm going to put AF next to him so we know what they are on the list. So JBL is your authority figure, not commentator. No. Also means I can't choose him as a commentator. So. I think I've done both a favour. 
Yeah, so JBL, I like JBL in commentary. Um, I, I like, I like it I liked he, him, but I don't. I, I, I feel like he's cruising a bit now. I like it when he references um, football. It's <laughs> great. Um, so JBL as presumably heel authority figure. Regal will be a babyface authority mm-hmm. figure for me. Yep. Um, cool. He, he's your Teddy Long, isn't he? He is. Um, uh, lead commentator. Mm-hmm. Uh, Give me a second. <laughs> Are you doing homework? You're not allowed to research. I've not done any of this. Um, I I can do that. Okay. Um, bearing in mind, I'm, bearing in mind, I'm SmackDown. Yes. I am not necessarily going to deviate too much from this, and uh, Maro Ranallo is going to be my commentator. I initially, and I've had this conversation. With you, initially, I wasn't a fan of him. Mm-hmm. I have grown to become a fan of him. Mm. Um, so uh, he will be my. He's my play-by-play man. So Maro Ranallo. I mean, you're only really left with a couple of people who can do this job for you. Mm. Um, so, who's your play-by-play man? Who is my play-by-play man? I'll be honest, again, I'm, I'm probably going to end up sticking with Michael Cole. There's nothing wrong with Michael Cole. No, no, it's 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 almost as much a case of, he, he knows the job inside out. And it's it's easy to say Jim Ross. But he's not signed to WWE, you can't use him. Oh, you can't draft someone yeah, who's not signed to WWE. That's interesting. Yeah, um... So, yeah, I mean, I, I, I can't imagine who else I'd put in that position. Fair enough. Um, my colour commentator mm-hmm. is Chris Jericho. I like neither of us have chosen him. That's very and interesting. And I want to give him a job. That's very interesting. Um, uh, Chris Jericho, he is... Uh, mm-hmm. He's wonderful at being a tool. Uh, yeah. A fantastic talker. He's had the toll off his body. He can still be occasionally mm-hmm. used to do whatever. Um, it means he's still in the fold. So, he's my colour commentator, Chris Jericho. Who's yours? I am going to go with Corey Graves. Good choice. Very handsome man. You've oh. got a type. I wish. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> him and CM Punk, basically. Yeah. Um, Having them fight over you in a nightclub. Um, I um, obviously not drinking. No, straight edge, isn't it? Um, but um, no, he's great, Corey Graves, isn't he? He's he's got he's got a lot of knowledge. Yeah. To him, that that I think really helps. He's also got a, a real self-awareness to him as well mm. that I think is fantastic. The, 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 the line he dropped once about how someone called me a hipster, I was so angry and he choked on my craft beer. Yeah. You know, just just little bits like that. And I think, again, there's, there's an element of work in progress to my roster. And he's good now, but he's only going to get better as time goes by. And he looks cool. Yeah, he does. You know, he's a perfect balance for Michael Cole, who, much like me, isn't. You know? You're cool. Stop it. Um, my uh, general other personality person will be Renee Young. Um, I hate you. Um, the, first of all, Dean Ambrose is on my roster. Yeah. To hang out with a fella. Um, yeah. But also, she's really good at her job. She is. She's a very, very good professionally mm-hmm. trained sportscaster. Yeah. And she is brilliant at making stuff feel legit. She's brilliant at playing her part when she's part of scripted stuff backstage. Um, she's got a lot of fans. She's knowledgeable. Them. She is knowledgeable. Yeah. She's got a lot of fans from blokes who just go, I really like Renault. Um, yeah, I really like Renault. So, which is that why you're annoyed? Um, no, it's professional. I think, but I think she's great at her job. And, mm-hmm. um, uh, yeah. I I'm so she's... angry, I'm going to start sending them out as Bubba Ray and Devon Dudley. <laughs> no collective name for them. Um, so, who's your general other. Media I have just been reminded of um, this person's existence, and I would go with Kathy Kelly, who is new 
but has already very much impressed me again because for my tastes i don't i don't like it to be too wooden backstage and i think there's a lot who who don't seem to enjoy joining me at this time i'm joined at this time by I, i'd like to scrub that sentence from the english language um whereas kathy genuinely seems to be engaging and is engaging yeah so work in progress get her sort of handling backstage duties i think she'd be fantastic i've just thought of one more thing we're going to do what's that uh, we're going to choose. It was either that or Funaki. We're going to use. We're going to choose two legends. <laughs> so two two people who are legitimate legends, not necessarily full time wrestlers, but two yeah. legends. Yeah. That we can have as part of our roster. Who are associated? Who are associated with WWE? May or may not be signed with WWE. They're either Hall of Fame right, or, or regularly appear on WWE okay. like once a year. I, I I already get the feeling I know who this is going to be. Go on. Uh, number one, The Undertaker. <laughs> Oh, because neither of us have chosen it. That's a good point. Um, that is a very the good point. Undertaker, yeah. one of the biggest stars in uh, wrestling history, and we forgot him. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't forget him. I just I didn't want to pick him because he, he's not, you know, he's not full time. I like the way you've got the legends thing. So, uh... so, um, the Undertaker, and yeah. who who would your first? Legend the guy be? who I thought was going to be first out of your mouth. Mick Foley. The one tattooed on my arm. Yeah, the one who's inked onto your skin. I, I love Mick. Assuming that Roddy, uh, well, obviously, you know, uh, Ron Burgundy, Starscream and Inky the Ghost are not, uh, Blinky, sorry, the Blinky. Ghost are not available for no, uh, not. GM duties. Um, I, I love Mick. Mick would have been my choice if you hadn't spoke, chosen him now. Uh, mm-hmm. So, Mick Foley mm-hmm. is your choice. Um, so, my choice, my second legend choice will be Shawn Michaels very good I've already got Triple H can do stuff there mm-hmm. can play off that dynamic mm-hmm. uh, so Shawn Michaels will be mine mm-hmm. um, who's your final one my legend is Trish Stratus oh nice choice in that she's again she's someone who can hop in the ring and work with some of the girls and is interesting and charismatic has a story to tell mm-hmm. good choice Good choice. Mm, I thought so. Um, right. Can we, can we like have Steve Austin do his podcast between us? Oh, God, neither has chose Steve Austin. How bizarre. <laughs> How bizarre is that? Go, it's like WWE Games in 2003. Um, it's because I don't drink. Um, what? I, can't, I just can't empathise with him. Um, what? I, 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 I'm kidding. <laughs> um, right, so. This is your roster. Yep. You've got to choose your first champion mm-hmm. and, the, and the person that he is feuding with. Right, okay. Okay. Um, so the, I'm just going to read out your entire <coughs> roster. Mm-hmm. Okay, there'll be sort of obviously uh, women's division in there and everything. I want you to choose that champion, just who your first big money program is around. Okay. The champion and the challenger. That's your first big money program. Okay. So John Cena, Paul Heyman, Enzo and Big Cass, The Miz, Sami Zayn, AJ Styles, Bray Wyatt. Anderson and Gallows, Cesaro, the Dudley Boys, The Big Show, Baron Corbin, Bailey, Emma, Nikki Glencross, Alicia Fox, American Alpha, Bobby Roode, The Revival, Ty Dillinger, Rockstar Spud, EC3, uh, then you've got your commentary team, which is JBL, Michael Cole, Corey Graves, Kathy Kelly, and your legends, Mick Foley and Trish Stratus. While you're thinking, I'll tell you mine. Mm-hmm. Uh, my SmackDown roster is Brock Lesnar, Triple H, Kevin Owens, The New Day, Dean Ambrose, Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns, Harper and Rowan, Rusev, The Lucha Dragons, Dolph Ziggler, Randy Orton, Sasha Banks, Charlotte, Asuka, Paige, Shinsuke Nakamura, Finn Balor, Samoa Joe, Andrade, Cien Almas, Will Ospreay, 
the Young Bucks commentary team and authority figures of William Regal, Mauro Ranallo, Chris Jericho, Renee Young, and my legends of The Undertaker and Shawn Michaels. Who's your first champion? Who's his first challenger? My first champion is The Miz. Wow. I'm going to put C next to him. I love doing that. Mm-hmm. Is it like a little copyright symbol? It is, yep. Yay. I wish who's I could find fir- that on the, he- on the keyboard. I'd do that more. So he's your first champion. Yep. Who's his big money feud with to start with? John Cena. Okay. So That's I'm- our starting point. Who, um, we'll come back to who your first tag team champion is, <clears throat> I want to say. Yep. Um, we won't worry about feuds and that for now, just who mm-hmm. you're, who you're going to pin everything around. Yep. Um, so with me, um, bearing in mind you've gone with someone people wouldn't necessarily expect to be your champion. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've also gone with a heel champion. Um, so who would my first champion be? I think my first champion will be Brock Lesnar because it would legitimise my brand. Mm-hmm. Um <coughs> And let's be honest, if it came down to Lesnar and The Miz, I kind of know where that would go. And his first challenger mm-hmm. will be Dean Ambrose. Mm. Um, reason being, Lesnar can go either way in terms of... He doesn't really act like a face or a heel. He acts mm-hmm. like Brock fucking Lesnar. Yeah. So I'm going to go with Dean Ambrose as his first challenger. Um, not necessarily going to go over him, but would be... You, you're going to showcase Lesnar either way. Yeah. Um, that would be my choice. Um, your, who's your tag team champion going to be? Revival. The Revival. So I'm going to put TTC next to them. Okay. Um, mine, uh, purely to get them over, will be the Young Bucks. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I, I think it would be good to uh, get them over early on. Um, your women's champion would be? Uh, my women's champion would be... Remind me of my women's roster, please. Bailey, Emma, Nikki Glencross, Alicia Fox. Um, and Trish Stratus, technically. Emma. Emma would be your women's champion. Another yep. heel champion, <coughs> my friend. Yep. I like the chase. Uh, mine would be Sasha Banks, because why I've chosen her. Because mm-hmm. uh, she's brilliant. Um, awesome. And I think... I think that is, is pretty much it. I think that's... They're fine rosters. I will. I'll tweet a picture of this in a couple of days. I don't want to put it up now so people don't go oh, spoiler alert before they've heard us actually do the draft. Mm-hmm. Um, so I will put a picture up in a couple of days. Um, I would recommend that you guys get a friend round, do what we've just done, mm-hmm. um, and then uh, take a picture of it and tweet it to at Jim Smallman at the Brooker Man. Spoil uh, yourselves. Have a takeaway as well. Get pizza, or Chinese, or something. Yeah. make a night of it. Chris bought Chris bought sushi for us. So. Mm. Um, Thank you, Deliveroo. I'd recommend that. Um, before I let you go, Christopher, <clears throat> and I go back to Wales, what, um, what do you need to plug? Do you need to plug stuff? What do I need to plug? Well, this weekend, on Friday the 17th, uh, is Underground 17th, Future Shock, at the Longfield Suite in Presswich. And it is Jack Gallagher's last match for Future Shock before he heads away to the States to be part of the Cruiserweight Classic. My Dark Horse pick. Oh, yeah. And my, my all-the-way pick. I, I want him to win it more than I want to see tomorrow morning, which is not healthy. Um, <laughs> it's really not it's not healthy I've clearly lost all perspective on things I have nephews that want me to guide them in life don't listen to me boys um, it is his last match he will be going one on one with Xander Cooper uh, the man who stopped him from becoming the first ever Grand Slam champion of Future Shock uh, by hopping in the ring clopping uh, James Drake upside the head and getting uh, Jack disqualified for the Adrenaline title at our last show 
Um, there's all kinds of fun stuff going on. Uh, go to futureshockwrestling.co.uk. Follow at futureshockwrest. And that's my next show. Um, in terms of stand-up, I'm at the old post office in Stoke for Ruffle, R-O-F-L comedy on Saturday. I'm emceeing. Should be a lot of fun. I might make someone do a cartwheel. I don't know. My lawyers aren't happy about that. Um, but other than that, that's pretty much my lot. Marvellous. Right, go and eat more sushi. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take this... I'm going to take this to Vince and Hunter and, uh, and just get it happening. Vince and Paul. No, never call him that. Um... <laughs> Mr. McMahon and Paul. <laughs> no, he's Hunter. But together, what's their collective name? Um, the team of... <laughs> just, they're just called... They're just called... <laughs> oh, no. No, they're called... Oh, no, fuck off. I've got an answer. Um, they're called The Power and the Game. Shut up. It's the best I could do on short notice. Uh, thank you Chris you're welcome so there was me and Chris doing our brand splits let us know what you think I'm Jim Smallman he's the Brooker Man on Twitter use the hashtag Tuesday Night Draw so we know what it relates to uh, if you get a mate round do your own draw be cool to know what you come up with uh, let us know whose roster you prefer mine or Chris's all that kind of stuff that we're going to make vaguely competitive as we are quite good friends um, listen thanks for listening I'm going to do that same thing I do all the time This podcast will grow with your support. That means tweet about it. Use the hashtag Tuesday Night Jaw. Recommend it to some friends who like wrestling. Um, Rate us on iTunes. Give us five stars if you feel like doing so. Um, You know, uh, leave a review, stuff like that. Just keep telling people. Because at the minute, we've got a pretty sweet amount of listeners. But I'd like more and more and more and more and more because I want to spread the word of positive wrestling chat and the British wrestling scene in general. So, don't forget, recommend us to people, all that gubbins. I am at Jim Smallman uh, on Twitter. There's a progress show coming up this weekend uh, in Manchester. There's still a few tickets available, not many. Uh, Main event is uh, progress champion Marty Skirl up against Chris Hero, which will be... The fucking business. I'm not going to lie to you. Six other matches. You can find more information. Progresswrestling.com. Um, if you can't make it along to Manchester, then the show will be up on our demand service, demand-progress.com, within about a week or so. And already up on that are both days of the, uh, quite frankly, wonderful Super Strong Style tournament from the end of May. So check that out. Demand-progress.com. Progress on Twitter. It's not me who looks after the Twitter account. Um, but is this is underscore progress if you want to follow some more stuff about that. I'm, of course, at Jim Smallman. Uh, my website is jimsmallman.com. I am doing a solo stand-up show after the next London Progress show, which is already sold out. My stand-up show has not. It's on Monday, the 27th of June, uh, a very historic comedy club called The Backyard in Bethnal Green. Uh, tickets are a fiver. Go to jimsmallman.com slash mygirlsfilm jimsmallman.com slash mygirlsfilm if you want to come along to that. There's not much about wrestling in it. There's a couple of bits about wrestling in it. but not It's not really about wrestling. It's about my wife and my daughter. Uh, I've been nominated for an award for the show. I want to film it. I'd love a supportive audience. If you can't come but you know someone who might appreciate the comedy, please recommend it to them. Uh, jimsmallman.com slash mygirlsfilm June the 27th in London. Um, I'll be honest, it starts about half seven. You'll be out of there by half nine. Um, I just really would like and appreciate a supportive audience. If you want to help a dude out, then recommend it for me. Anyway, thanks for listening. I uh, hope you enjoyed the draft. Uh, full episode uh, with myself and Pip next week. Uh, I always have to say, car subjects to change just in case Pip gets called away for music or acting or anything like that. Um, but it should be both of us next week and a couple of guests uh, talking about money in the bank. So in the meantime, get your questions into us. As always, hashtag Tuesday Night Jaw on Twitter 
and we'll see you soon. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you later. Ta-ra. Some places take you away. Some bring you together. Marathon does both. Marathon is Florida's family key with something for everyone. You'll find museums and wildlife refuges, wide open beaches, miles of warm, clear water, and the historic Seven Mile Bridge. For more about Marathon and the latest safety protocols, visit flakeys.com slash marathon. So, you've got an idea for a business. The store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out. Everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media, source products with an app to get that first sale feeling. It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. 